Shop at Acme and redeem your rewards points for free grocery items or discounts on gas at participating Exxon or mobile stations. Download the Acme mobile app or visit acmemarkets.com. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. November 6th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, a man is dead after an officer-involved shooting in Bucks County on Sunday night. The county coroner confirmed that a 40-year-old man died after an officer-involved shooting occurred on Elm Avenue in Northampton Township. No word yet on what led to the gunfire. The man was taken to St. Mary's Medical Center where he was pronounced dead. The coroner also said that the man whom officers shot was armed with a knife during the incident. Police have not yet released further details about the shooting. SEPTA officials are warning riders that people may experience delays on Monday as many SEPTA employees will be paying their final respects to a fallen driver who was killed last month. 48-year-old Bernard Gribben was shot and killed by a passenger on October 26 while he was operating his bus in Philadelphia's Germantown neighborhood. The suspect, identified by police as 21-year-old Zante Capers, has been charged with murder as well as other related offenses in Gribben's death, according to police. Gribben, a 12-year employee of the Transit Authority, will have his services held on Long Island, New York on Monday. SEPTA said as a result of this, several bus routes may be impacted. Those who knew Gribben said that he was a hardworking bus operator who was dedicated to serving his community. Gribben was a husband, son, brother, and uncle. Authorities in Bucks County shared unsettling video Friday of a man who they say was caught looking into windows of a local home. The video shows the wanted man casually walking through the yard of a home on Cushmore Road in Upper Southampton, Southampton Township. Police did not share a description of the suspect, but in the video it shows him wearing long pants and a winter jacket with a baseball cap backwards. Look at my new family. Oh, no. <laughs> no, but you know what? Whenever I see stuff like that, I, I watch it to see if I maybe recognize, recognize the person. Yeah. I did. It wasn't, Gar- it wasn't Gary, no, of guys. Course it wasn't. It wasn't. We kid, we kid. Does he walk up to the to the front windows or the side um, of the house or back? Or I didn't see the video, so I don't know. So it was a bedroom window, Preston. Okay, so I'm not off to says, the side or around back, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure where exactly it was. Well, this Etheridge fan, clearly. Um, Come to my window. Yeah. But, I mean, he walks right up to the window. Wow. He is peering in. Uh, the homeowner, Erica Bradley, said the unknown man was scared off when he noticed the exterior motion light switch on. Mm. Uh, she said it was her nephew's bedroom that he was peeping uh, into. But she said he likely didn't see anything because she has window uh, uh, curtains in there that right. are not sheer. So she said he wasn't able to see through or see anything. Uh, after looking into the window, footage shows the unknown man try to open a fence gate to the backyard, but it was locked. Anyone who recognizes the man in the video is asked to call Upper Southampton Police Department. There was a guy in our neighborhood kind of doing the, going around and, and checking the about a week and a half ago. A couple yeah. of neighbors noticed it. N- nothing more since then. But it's like everyone goes on high alert. Like, totally. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, I guess the police said, oh, you know, I think you're just dealing with, not just, I think you're dealing with a peeping Tom. But she was like, yeah, he may, have been, a, he may have been a peeping Tom looking yeah. in here. But like she said, I think he was looking to see what he could get inside, sure. and, you know, if anybody was home. Right. So, yeah, but they had cameras and they were able to catch him. So take a look. If you recognize him, you can call police. In sports this morning. The Eagles beat the Dallas yeah. Cowboys 28-23 to 23 last night at the Link. They did it! 
Jalen Hurts took a direct hit to his injured left knee, but still threw for 207 yards and two touchdowns and ran for another tush push score to lead the Eagles to the win. They are the only 8-1 team in the NFL. On the Cowboys' final drive of the game, Dak Prescott needed to move the Cowboys 86 yards and 46 seconds for the potential winning score. He got uh, 56 yards on Eagles' penalties uh, to reach the 6-yard line. However, Prescott was sacked by Josh Schlett and <laughs> for an 11-yard loss at, after a penalty on the Cowboys moved them back to 27. Prescott connected with CeeDee Lamb for 22 yards, but Lamb was tackled by Darius Slay at the 5-yard line to end the game. The Eagles now enter the bye week and don't play again until Monday the 20th when they'll travel to Kansas City to re- get a rematch on last year's Super Bowl. Kickoff for that Monday night game will be at 8-15. The Sixers, who have won four games in a row, are at home again tonight and will host the Washington Wizards at 7 o'clock. And the Flyers are on the road this week and they'll play three games in California. The road trip begins tomorrow night with a game in San Jose against the Sharks. The puck will drop at 10-30. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. All is right on a Monday morning. Welcome, friend. Oh, yeah. Happy to have you on board. We do have some things outside of a victory last night. We got some goodies for you. $500 from the Baxter. That is our word of the week prize, so we will give that away on Friday. So get yourself set for that. We'll start with the letter today. We are officially one week away from our signature event, the Camp Out for Hunger. Uh, When we broadcast one week from today, it will be live at the sports complex, right? They're outside of Xfinity Live in the Wells Fargo Center. And we're in the final preparation phase of uh, of the leading up to period. So we're set to go. You can still go by your local Acme and make a donation in advance. But we'd like you to be there in person to experience the whole thing. Bring the family. Let them take a you know a little page from what giving is all about. Yes. And uh, we'd love to see them. We're going to do some fun things, including one week from today in the evening, we will have our food trucks and fireworks. And we're going to make an announcement about an addition uh, to that. We got official go-ahead on something that's going to happen that night. So we'll reveal that information today. And then we got movie night on Tuesday. We got Quizzo on Wednesday night. Uh, Thursday night, we're working on this free T-shirt event. But the live broadcast during the day, that's happening. Uh, standard, we're going to plan some fun things, some guests coming by. But mainly you. Yeah. It's what we re- want to see. Live music, all kinds of stuff. Everything. A complete return to form. And obviously, people say, can I, can I bring down? Of course you can bring down food. That's what it's about. If you want to physically bring down food, we encourage that because yeah. that's processed immediately. That's how the whole thing started. Absolutely. So, so it's uh, one week from today. We're excited about it. Um, let's take a break. Come back in a second. The Entertainment Report. we got some guests stopping by concerning Camp Out for Hunger and other charity events, too. So we'll uh, spread the wealth and knowledge this morning as we share a beautiful Monday morning together. Stay put. We'll be right back. Hey, you want to hang out with your favorite MMR DJs? Check out the events and appearances page at WMMR.com. Come say hello. Plus, you might even win some cool prizes we snuck out of the building. WMMR.com's got all the where, whens, and what they're giving away. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash for 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at AcmeSwoopinAndWinGame.com. 
Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Winter may seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com to get started. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, we will ask the stupid question and give away a prize. This week, we're giving away a four-pack of tickets for the Star Wars game on Saturday, November 18th. What? When the Flyers take on the Vegas Golden Knights. So I guess they're doing a big Star Wars thing. Cool. Yeah, they do it every year now. Okay. Fun. Uh, so we will set you up with a four-pack of tickets for that game. It's November 18th, a 1 p.m. game. And the question I'll ask for you this morning is a space-related question. What is the name of the first dog to go into space? Mm. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. All right. Who was the first dog, the name of the first dog to go into space? 215-263-WMMR. I'll mention some birthdays today being the sixth day of November. We'll begin with a a pretty big one. Sally Field has a birthday. Love Sally Field. Yeah, one of the great uh, American actresses. Kathy adores her. Celebrating her 77th birthday today. I do. I love her. Um, yeah, she's been in so many great things. Was she in Brothers and Sisters? <laughs> yes, she was. There you she go. was. Yeah. She was like the main, it, it all revolved around her and her family. All about Sally. Uh, so I was actually watching like last week, it just happened to be on, and I was flipping through uh, channels, and Smokey and the Bear yeah, was on. Yeah. And it was in the beginning where they, where she first meets Bandit, and they're in the car together, and she's taking the wedding dress off. And I, I stuck around for a few minutes with that. A tremendous amount of that dialogue was improvised. Uh, and you can tell. Norma Ray, Mrs. Doubtfire, Forrest Gump. Uh, and I would like to see some people's reactions, some kids today. And I, maybe I'll show my kids, because I'd like to see what their reaction to was the fact that there was legitimately a television show called The Flying Nun. <laughs> right. And that Sally Field starred in it, and her habit was so big that she would literally fly when the wind was right. So think about if you were to take it on a basic level, logistically, you're lifting someone off the ground by their head. Yes. Um, and of uh, becoming airborne. You think that might bother the neck I or think something it might like cause that a little issues, bit? Yeah. yeah. But um, no, in that, in that TV show, it, it was perfectly fine that she flew around. <laughs> And learned about, um, you know, actual flying and about, you know, yeah. the rising air and all that stuff. And it makes total sense. So she's 77 today. Uh, it's Ethan Hawke's birthday, too. Yeah. A uh, lot of great movies. Uh, Dead Poet Society, obviously, which shot not too far from here in uh, Delaware. Training Day. Training Day is what a what a movie. Hey, that's, it, that's one of those that's, um, I, I got to be in the right mood to sit down and watch that. It, it'll, it'll F you up, but yeah. he holds his own with oh. Denzel Washington, which is pretty amazing. Yep. Uh, Reality Bites, bunch of stuff. Uh, He is 53 today. It's also Rebecca Romaine's birthday. There we go. Yeah. Uh, The X-Men films, obviously, we were just talking about, uh, well, 
uh, John Stamos's book came out, and he talks about how he learned to, to, or, to hate her. To despise to her. despise was the word. But he, he took ownership, and he said yeah. that was as much a, a problem with him. You know, when you watch those original X-Men movies with her mm-hmm. as Mystique, um, she is really ominous, really threatening, yeah. and, and murderous. Yeah. Uh, it, it's really sort of unnerving. Now married to Jerry O'Connell. She's 51 years old today. Uh, it's Fandy Newton's birthday Fandy? Today. Fandy uh, is celebrating her 51st birthday. Go Queen Fightning. And, Fandy! Uh, movies like <laughs> Crash and shows like uh, Westworld. She is naked a lot in Westworld. She is. You are correct. Uh, Mission Impossible 2 and so on. She is 51 today. All right, here's a guy who has a history at our Camp Out for Hunger. It is Corey Glover, lead singer of Living Color, celebrates his birthday today. And safe to say, we were all just absolutely, absolutely blown away by that dude's voice. Ends up, I think, in all of our top five memories of the camp out. Oh, my God. We we were just sitting looking at each other going, can you listen to this guy? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was hitting these notes that were just outrageous. And then, of course, they played uh, the uh, MMRBQ. Uh, a couple of years later, and uh, he's awesome. And I remember, and and so reading the list of birthdays that I have here, it says this, and this is totally dead wrong because I had asked him about it. It says, son of Danny Glover. Yeah. He's yeah. not related to Danny Glover at all. <laughs> he's oh. not. I had asked uh, if he was his nephew, and he's like, no. He's like, people have just been saying this for decades because he was in, uh, what was the movie? Uh, the uh, uh, um, Vietnam War movie. Um Platoon. Plat- he was in Platoon. And we assume with the last name Glover that yeah, he had ties to yeah, in, yeah. in the acting community and everything. No. But uh, he's not related at all to Danny Glover. He's uh, related to Crispin Glover. So Yes, he is Crispin Glover's brother. <laughs> uh, he is 59 years old today. Uh, Maria Shriver has her birthday today. Now, she's related to Danny Glover. Uh, former Mrs. Arnold Schwarzenegger, niece to the late John F. Kennedy. Uh, and she celebrates her 68th birthday today. So, happy birthday, Maria. Uh, Taryn Manning, the actress, is oh. a year older as well. What was her last thing with Orange is the New Black? Was that her? Uh... She was in that. Yeah. yeah. But she also was just in the news for something a little wonky. Saying that she licked the man's butthole. <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah. I went and watched, I went and rewatched the video this morning. She had this really weird video that yeah. she sent out to somebody, and I don't know why, but about licking this dude's butt, and, uh, it, uh, and she's like, because he likes that or something, and it was her way of telling this other person, you know I did this because you know he likes it, or something along those lines. Which right, really uh, weird, and then she uh, sort of retracted it and slightly unhinged. Yeah, uh, but she is uh, forty-five today. But just don't kiss her if you meet her. Uh, actress Lori Singer has her birthday, uh-huh. and she was the female lead in Footloose, right? If you remember that, and also she was in Fame. She's the cellist. That's right. Yes, and uh, and a movie that's kind of a little guilty pleasure. Now, I haven't seen it in a long, 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 long time. But the Man with One Red Shoe. I like that movie with Tom Hanks. Yes, and yeah. uh, James Belushi. She looks very um, femme fatalish in that. And Carrie Fisher's in that movie, too, I think. I believe so. Uh, so she and is, Danny Glover. Uh, I don't know about Danny Glover, but let's go with that. <laughs> uh, she is 66 today. Uh, an actress from Melrose Place, Kelly Rutherford, mm. has her birthday. I, I looked her up. She okay. Was, she was in that, um, I guess, the the reboot that came out and started in 96. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It wasn't very good. Um, so <laughs> she was also in Gossip Girl. I don't know. She's yeah. 55 today. Oh, I like her. You do? I know who she is. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Did you watch that version of Melrose? 
Uh, I did watch it. Yeah. Okay. You know yeah she's, she's in like a couple, like, I feel like she'll pop up. You'll be watching something. You're like, oh, it's her. You, you know, know, she was on, she was on, Casey, remember that series with uh, um, uh, Chickless of the superhero family? Oh, yeah. I think that's her. I think she's the mom. She's the mom? I think so. Oh. He had a he had a series with, that he was a superhero family? Right. So here's the conceit. The, 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 the family was on board a plane. They crashed into this sort of pond or something. And they, they were sort of getting around to explaining how it happened. But Chickless was the super strong one. Yeah. She was a speedster. Oh. And they had all these things. And it wasn't that bad. It was building. But I think it was one, and, one season and over. That sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah. 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 All right. So she is 55. Uh, Lamar Odom ah. has his birthday today. Who doesn't love Lamar Odom? Ex-husband of Chloe. How's he doing these days? I don't know. <laughs> What's he doing these days? He is doing rehab him. facilities. Yeah, remember he invited uh, Bam mm-hmm. uh, to join. And Bam did go to his uh, facility for a little bit. I did a lot and then left. Uh, Lamar Odom is turning 44 years old today. Uh, and then the last birthday, uh, the very lovely and talented Emma Stone. Oh. Steve and I both love yeah, La La Land. La La Land's on. I'm watching it. It's a great movie. As her arc is um, the sequence where she's auditioning. Oh, yeah. Oh. It's awesome. It's, it's great. Because awesome. yeah. she does, in, in yeah. that audition, you watch her transform. Right, right. And you're like, wow, okay, those people that can pull it off are yeah. really good yeah. at what they do. And then she walks out in the hallway, and there's 15 women who look exactly like, like her. Yeah. And the people in the audition room aren't even paying attention no. to her. No, no. Yep. Uh, so yeah, I, she's great, and that movie—I I, don't—you know—I've told you before, I don't like musicals. I'm just not into them, and I love that movie. Yeah. Uh, but um, other great movies, The Help, um, The House Bunny, Super Bad, right, Zombie House Bunny. Yeah. Uh, so she turns 35 years old today. All right, let's see if somebody knows the answer to this stupid question this morning. What's the name of the first dog that went into space? 215-263-WMMR. We will go to Brett and see if we can get an answer. Uh, Brett, good morning. Good morning, you guys. Uh, good right. morning, buddy. All right, Brett, what was the name of the first dog to go to space? I don't know if the pronunciation is right, but uh, the car. Look at the big Brett and yeah. brain on Brett. The big brain on Brett. Yeah, hang on a second, Brett. Yeah, Laika, L-A-I-K-A, a Soviet dog that was set up into space. And since you got it right, Brett... We're going to give you a four-pack of tickets to the Star Wars game, Saturday, November 18th, 1 p.m. The Flyers take on the Vegas Golden Knights. You can get your tickets at PhiladelphiaFlyers.com, so congratulations. At the box office this weekend, the number one film was Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, He's kicking ass. Followed by Taylor Swift, The Eras Tour. Uh, then you had Killers of the Flower Moon, Priscilla, and that was an opening weekend for Priscilla. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah. It did only did five million. Uh, they, they weren't expecting big things. Uh, then you had Radical, Exorcist, The Believer, Paw Patrol, the Mighty Movie, and then After Death, What Happens Later. Number ten was Freelance. Have your uh, youngins been hitting the Five Nights at uh, Five Nights at Freddy's? Because yeah, th- that that is getting repeat. Visits to the theater. I haven't had a repeat visit, yeah. but my youngest went and uh, liked it. Didn't love it. Didn't love it. Was it. Pretty good. I, yeah, um, but you can get it on. It's on Peacock. Yeah, we watched ah. it over the weekend. Oh, is that? Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Okay. Did you watch it? Uh, no, I did not. Okay. 
Did I say we? Yeah, yeah you we said did. we. Did. It was on in the house. <laughs> it was got to watch Friday Night at Freddy's, Jace. I paid uh, <laughs> double on Peacock uh, so that Jace could watch it. Well, if we're doing because... that, then we read a ton of books in my household. <laughs> 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 there's always a book being we read. read there's always books yeah. being written yeah. in the house. No, it's, yeah. it's always just such a process when you don't have the subscription. Like, I guess I had paused it because we weren't watching anything on Peacock. Yellowstone wasn't on for a while, so I paused it. And so then I went back. Tried to add it. It was giving me all kinds of trouble. I was like, oh, maybe I have the wrong email address. So I ended up buying Peacock twice from two separate email addresses. Kathy, I keep comprehensive <laughs> lists, passwords, everything. I have the documents. I have them on easy search. But if you leave a streaming service that you come yeah. back to about a month later, yeah. it will act as if you had never been born. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it That's was why like so frustrating. I, it took almost an hour for me to figure this all out uh, for Jace to eventually it, it watch sucks. the stupid movie. Yeah. yeah, I just keep the same password for everything. Boner Jam 69. <laughs> Boner Jams. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, why not? <laughs> all right, so let's start with this. Courtney Kardashian Travis Barker are officially parents hey! to newborn baby boy, and this is the pair's first child together. And Barker recently revealed, as we talked about last week, that they plan to name him Rocky. Oh, That's the word. Okay. So, Yo. Yeah. Maybe there's some... In my diaper. I wonder if uh, Philadelphia plays into that at all. I kind of doubt it. But there, There's supposedly an explanation floating around. It doesn't have anything to do with uh, the, our hero, Rocky, oh. and it has some sort of correlation to uh, them. Uh, a... The impression that now that I hear it, that <laughs> That, by the way, Rocky. are you watching the Sly documentary? Did you watch it on Netflix? I want to, but I, I want to sit with it. Okay. Is, is it good? I, I've enjoy, I yeah. was enjoying it, yeah. Do they have him as a baby? Hey, yo. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah it, it, All right, so the word is, uh, Nick pulled up this factoid, Rocky George. He played guitar for Suicidal Tendencies. Ah, there you go. Okay. And so that is quite possibly the uh, the meaning. Is that what was that officially from the camp, uh, Nick? I or? heard that uh, last week. So I don't know okay. if it's official or not, but that's what I heard as well. Okay. So a source told People Magazine the Kardashian stars over the moon about her new baby. Her pregnancy took a stressful turn towards the end. Uh, they said she is happy to just be able to snuggle her baby now. So she has what three other kids with. Scott Disick, is that the deal? Yeah, they have yep, yep, three kids with Scott Disick, and he has three children with uh, Shannon Mokler. And he has two kids with Lamar Odom. Now, that I don't yeah. know about. Uh, but it's his birthday today, so um, we'll, we'll give, give him that. We'll give him two kids. Uh, in September, Kardashian revealed on Instagram that she had urgent fetal surgery and that she was forever grateful to oh, my wow. incredible doctors for saving their baby's life. Yeah, so it was... Hey, uh, it, it was uh, it was a bit sketchy. So, uh, nonetheless, you got a little dicey there. Rocky is now uh, in the world. Um, and then on the other side of things, a private funeral was held for Matthew Perry over the weekend. It was on Friday afternoon, uh, and the friends, uh, his friends, co-stars. We're all in attendance along with uh, loved ones and family. So, yes, Jennifer Aniston, Matt LeBlanc, uh, David Schwimmer, Courtney Cox, and Lisa Goudreau all were there. It was very, and listen, it's obviously a ter- terrible time. Uh, they have always stayed to maintain their friendship. Yeah. And to see that play out, sadly, this way is in a way sort of inspiring. It's nice that they've been able to stay friends. Uh, yes, the event uh, held, was held at the Forest Lawn Memorial Park in Los Angeles and uh, started around 3 o'clock in the afternoon, wrapped up around 5, and uh, that was that. It's got to suck when you're doing something like that and you're, you know, it, it, obviously you've been devastated by the loss of the friend and they were showing the airway, you know, over the over the the proceedings, and there are helicopters all yeah. over the place. It's like, come on. Yeah, I know. Yeah. 
All right, Abigail Breslin, the actress, this is an interesting story, said that Aaron Eckhart, the actor, allegedly behaved so aggressively on the set of the movie that they recently co-starred in that she was scared to be alone with him. This is according to a new lawsuit obtained by the Times. Yep, there are some... I like Aaron Eckhart. I do too. So it, it may not... She may be overreacting. I'm not really sure because there's some follow-up to this. So uh, the filing stated that Breslin allegedly refused to be alone with Eckhart on the set of their forthcoming action thriller called Classified. Breslin plays an analyst for the UK's MI6 who is also the long-lost daughter of a CIA hitman played by Eckhart. Uh, the uh, Now the Dream Team Studios and WM Holdings are suing her for breach of contract claiming what they call uh, specious accusations by Breslin cost the project $80,000. And the finished film is also facing possible delivery issues because, according to the suit, it has few scenes in which Breslin and Eckhart appear together. So the suit claims that the Oscar-nominated actor... Uh, raised her concerns about the conditions on the set earlier this year. She wrote a letter to SAG-AFTRA setting forth her fears and blasting Mr. Eckhart's behavior. Uh, the entire production was almost ground to a halt when Breslin advised the production of Eckhart's aggressive, demeaning, and unprofessional behavior, which she insisted placed her at various times in peril. This is according to the lawsuit, okay? Right. It goes on saying, in order for the production to continue, among other things, Breslin refused to be alone in several scenes with Eckhart and costly accommodations had to be made by the production to accommodate Breslin's demands or else Breslin would not continue to perform her contractual obligations. The plaintiffs still don't know if Breslin confronted Eckhart about the alleged abuse before raising concerns with production and contacting her guild, according to the complaint. Uh, And the suit said that the film's onset producer, identified as Mr. Uh, Georgiev, or Georgiev, I'm not sure who that is, conducted an investigation into Breslin's claims. He found no evidence of aggressive behavior by Eckhart, the lawsuit said, and the plaintiffs alleged Breslin's accusations were, quote, wild, hysterical, and imaginary. Hmm. So these are suits going back and, back and forth. forth. So they're going to yeah. use this language. Uh, the plaintiffs further alleged... Hysterical and, like, funny? Maybe. It okay. was wildly funny. It's hysterical. Uh, so he her. The plaintiffs further alleged that Breslin has since demanded additional monies beyond her contract fee to sign a final agreement. Without Breslin's signature, the company apparently cannot be distributed. Uh-huh. Or the, the yeah, the film can't be distributed, and the producers cannot claim tax credits in Malta where it was shot. Uh, the plaintiffs are seeking eighty thousand dollars in real damages plus punitive damages, and that's all I know. So this is a rash of crap here about that. Uh, we've had Aaron Eckhart in the studio. Um, years ago, nice guy. Harvey Dent, nice guy. Yeah. Do- doesn't mean he couldn't be a prick to her. Correct, it's every possibility. And she no- worked with Shyamalan on uh, signs. He's known to be, and I was reading further about him. He he's does the method thing. He does the method where thing. he will he will stay in character, yes. and if he is a villain of types, then he will remain. That type of person can be annoying off camera and and try to annoy and aggravate the other person. It's just kind of his the way he goes about it. But you know what? I was I was um, listening to an interview with Martin Scorsese talking about Daniel Day Lewis, uh, the gangs in New York. Oh God, Bill the Butcher. Yeah, he stayed in the Bill the Butcher character so much so that if he encountered someone who was Irish. Mm-hmm. He would like you, son of a. He, like he would wow. tear into him, and like you. <laughs> so Scorsese's going. That's the method. Please understand. So Scorsese was like a human bumper car in front of sure. him, saying, "Here's what you're going to get." Yeah. Please understand. Yeah. If you stop and think about it, though, 
if you're in that moment and you're playing a character that deep, yeah. you can't just go, hey, are there any scones left? You know, I get it that you'd have to submerge, submerge yourself in it, but it also get the uh, the complaints from people around him saying, will you knock it off? Well, maybe not, you know, uh, if, if your shoot is until five. Right. Lunchtime, you don't need to turn it on yeah. at that point. At the Olive Garden, you can yeah. be okay. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, is the finished product worth it? You know, like well, it, it's effing and brilliant. I don't. I don't yeah, know the answer. Yeah, I, I'm really is an open ended question from my uh, perspective. But Steve, I saw a same uh, similar um, sentiment from DiCaprio on that oh, yeah, movie yeah. at the beginning of shooting. He went to the set of um, of. Uh, Gangs of New York, and he goes up to Daniel Day Lewis, and he's like, "Hey, you want to grab a drink afterwards?" And he responded as Bill the Butcher, and, and Leo was like, "All right, I'll talk to you in eight months." Yeah, like, yeah. It, he realized at he that very it. moment, that, I'm not going to have any conversations with Daniel Day Lewis during the shooting of this movie. It's fascinating the process because apparently DiCaprio shows up as they say with the work already done. Yeah, like he's got it all set, but it it is constant with Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah, mm. uh, it's pretty fascinating. Don't you ever talk to me, you rat prick! <laughs> right. I love that voice. I love that oh delivery of Bill. The butchers, yeah, just fantastic. He should have played Lincoln that way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, the hats were similar too. Yeah, so sure. Why not? Yeah. yeah. All right. Abe the butcher. Arnold Schwarzenegger is being sued by a cyclist that he accidentally hit with his SUV earlier <laughs> this year. Yes. Uh, Joanne <laughs> Flickinger <laughs> is alleging that uh, Schwarzenegger's negligent driving led to the biking accident. <laughs> That landed her with a hefty. That's like automatically what comes out of his mouth as soon as he hits something. Uh, she's the legend that Arnie's negligent driving led to the biking accident that landed her with hefty medical bills, according to the lawsuit. The suit states that on February 5th, uh, Arnold was driving with excessive speed and failed to keep a proper lookout. I'm coming up. I want the world to be involved. <laughs> <laughs> He's thinking along to Diana Ross. <laughs> I got to love this show. I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, where was I? I don't know. I'm actually, uh, I'm actually interested to see how this ended up happening. When oh, yeah. his vehicle struck Flickinger, it caused severe injuries. The suit further alleges that Flickinger's injuries are permanent. So, the cyclist oh. is seeking damages uh, exceeding $25,000. The exact amount is not yet known. That's just kind of a placeholder figure that they use right. uh, for pain and suffering, emotional distress, loss of earnings, medical expenses, and other uh, issues. So we're looking at a picture of Arnold. He has many military vehicles. He was one of the first to get a Humvee. Yep. And it looks like he's wearing compression socks. Yeah, yeah he probably is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, he's an older guy. So yeah. uh, Last year, Arnold was also involved in a, in a four-vehicle crash. At Sunset Boulevard and Allenford Avenue in Brentwood and an incident that sent a woman to the hospital with minor injuries. So, yeah, that's the one where his vehicle went up a little bit on the other vehicle. Yep, so he's, uh, you know, I don't might want to yeah. hang it up the Maybe ride thing. that mule around. I don't know. All right, Russell Brand. 
He's been slapped with a new lawsuit, alleging that he sexually assaulted an extra on the set of the movie Arthur. This was in 2010, as a crew member apparently guarded the door from the outside. According to the lawsuit, was filed Friday, New York yeah. Supreme Court, by a woman only referred to as Jane Doe. And it adds to the existing allegations made by four women against a British actor, all of which he denies. Uh, the actor allegedly appeared intoxicated, this is according to the suit smelled of alcohol and was carrying a bottle of vodka on set before the assault. Uh, the woman who filed the lawsuit is seeking that uh, the court allow her to sue anonymously due to her working in the entertainment industry. Brand allegedly exposed himself to her in full view of the cast and crew, according to the court documents. By the way, that movie stinks. Yeah, yeah. it was too bad. Because yeah, yeah. I loved the first one so much, and I thought, okay, you know. Bizarre. It had potential. It did have potential. Yeah, but they, they didn't bring it home. No, I, I agree. I, you know to... what? I didn't even finish watching it. There was no moose moment. I, I watched. Yeah, yeah. That's. What that clip is from, by the way, oh, the moose. Yeah, it's from right. the original the Arthur original. movie. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, they should have left the moose left line the moose. in there. <laughs> yep. Why uh, don't you forget the moose for a moment? So the sexual assault happened later that same day uh, when I was in the bathroom. According to the affidavit, she said uh, Mr. Brand entered at, after me and assaulted me mm. as a member of the production crew, guarded the door from the outside. Again, everyone's do their day in court. Sure. Yeah, it should all play out. Uh, it, when you start to see the conga line of these stories come out, though, and it, you know, it's like, oh. He's also made comments about his past. And he... Yeah, he, he, he admits said, he was yeah. a scumbag. Yep. So yeah. the woman who was booked for three days of work claims that she was not brought back to the film set following the alleged incident on her first day. Warner Brothers Pictures is also named in the suit as well as several other companies involved with the flick. Uh, let's see. How about this? On Sunday, Amy Robach and TJ Holmes were photographed running the New York City Marathon Aww. together. This is the former GMA3 hosts that were right. having the uh, secret relationship. Uh, so they're out running marathons together now. By the way, they are, of course, an extraordinarily yeah. good-looking couple. Yeah. And uh, they seem to be having a good time. Yeah. Uh, and as I said before, he was she was married to uh, Andrew Shue. Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah, yes, right. Yes, 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 yes. I saw a, a, like an uh, an aerial overhead um, shot. Like a, well, it was a rendering of of the the route of, of the, the course. Uh, yeah, of yeah. The, yeah, and I was like, oh, so my friend runs marathons. I sent it to her. I'm like, dude, this is crazy. She's like, yeah, I know. I just ran it. I just got done. Wow. So she ran that marathon yeah. yesterday. It, it, of the of wow. the marathons, it's considered one of the more formidable ones, right? The New York uh, marathon. Yeah, I don't know. Possibly. Maybe. I think um, what it's do you call a popular it? one for it, sure. It's very yeah. popular, I, I, and, and I, I'm speaking on my. Listen, they're all 26.2 right. miles, so they're all formidable, but... Um, I, I think what you're dealing with is that there's a little bit more... It depends on which ones are flatter. Which yeah. Ones, yeah, and I think Boston is not flat. I think Boston right. is pretty hilly, and uh, this one, I feel like it is flat because it just runs through... It's on an island. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. I've heard that you're... I don't know. You was know, it Heartbreak Hill in the, in the Boston one? Like, I think you get to mile 20 yeah. or something like that, 22, 23, and uh, you have to go up near the end of the marathon. Also, so, know, so, so is it Boston, you, Nick, the one that is... Well, is Boston's the most, one of the most prestigious in the world, Steve. Right. So when you see like people breaking world records, uh, they often do it in Boston if they're right. not doing it in the Olympics because, um, you know, it, it, if you qualify to run in the Boston Marathon and you are one of the best marathon runners in the world and you win the Boston Marathon, that's very prestigious. Yeah, um, and we work with somebody who just did an Ironman on... Yes. Was it this Saturday, Joe Z? Oh, yeah, down the hall. Yeah. 
Uh, it was Jackie. <laughs> Jackie <laughs> Iron Man. Iron Man. Yeah. The Iron Man. A made of iron. A full Iron Man. <laughs> All right. Uh, so they ran together. Other stars who ran the marathon include Patina Miller, uh, Luke McFarlane. Or McFarlane. Oh, we had him in studio. And yes. Matt James. Luke yes. was uh, in Bros. Yep. He was in Bros. Yeah, he, he's also all those. La la la. la. He was uh, also did all those Hallmark. He's the. He, oh yeah, yeah. Billy that's like right. super nice guy. Very he's nice guy. Billy he's like a marathoner. Yeah. That's crazy. The, wow. the dude's in crazy shape. Okay. Um, in all case, I've uh, the, other than the standard clips, uh, I did. Steve sent over a couple of things, and we have some time. Yeah. Uh, to play something here, uh, Kylie Jenner apparently appeared on The Simpsons as herself. This Treehouse of Terror last okay. night. Uh, so yeah, she appeared. Herself. I didn't recognize the voice and I didn't realize until after. And, and they said, hey, it's Kylie Jenner. All right, let's play a little bit of this. Here we go. Oh, nothing's happening. Okay. Uh, I, I don't uh, think uh, that's uh, on, uh, Case. Could uh, you? Yeah, I'm sorry. I had my TV down. No, no, hang on. <laughs> when, you, when I recorded it, your, my, your volume was down, right? All right. All right, let's try this. Wait, now. wait, wait. Go back to the beginning. Okay, here we go. We are the enlightened intellects who saved the crypto-verse. Is that her with the pitch change on her voice? I believe so. Okay. Kylie Jenner, I thought you were just celebrity shills. Ugh, we would never promote a technology if we didn't understand the distributed ledger underpinning it. This key is a backdoor through the blockchain's cryptographic protocol. Once you're inside, find Bart and use it to get both of you out. Her voice is way better than Kim's. So I'll tell you this. More tolerable. And I think this, in case, let me see if you back me up on this uh, to some extent. I think because she was earlier on, I had her say this delicately, before her, before science stepped yeah. in and created, <laughs> um, she, I think, became sort of bookish and is actually fairly smart. smart. Are you saying there's a smart Kardashian? <laughs> <laughs> And I think that... Um, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's, again, take the knowledge I have of marathons and apply it to this, but <laughs> but maybe that could be the case. Because I agree, Preston, I would have thought I would have thought you would have had him uh, up talking uh, and, you know. Uh, no. How much uh, of that is put on, though? Like, you know what I mean? They oh, may yeah. have been like, okay, listen, you can't do that here. Right. Well, you know, right, 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 right. the yeah. biggest tell is, is is Paris Hilton when you see her, and, and she's so much of that stuff is an affectation. Oh, when you see her hot. normally talking, she's yeah, not well, even told, remotely like I that. I told you, I was in Paris Hilton's right. presence during that whole show with right. Nicole Richie, and it was so put on. Like, the second the cameras went off, it was like there were different people. It was of weird. course. It's Television lies. Uh, the 34th Treehouse tree of Horror, Steve. That's how many years they've been doing it for The Simpsons. Nick, and my issue continues to be some years they get it right, some years they get it wrong. I didn't watch this year's. You don't have it after Halloween! No. Yeah. By the way, I just had an idea for a segment. We should do a Vocal Fry Friday. Yeah. yeah. On, uh, on the President's Eve show. Now, we could either do the entire show or we talk like that. Let's see if the goal can get us down to one listener. <laughs> yes, let's do that. All right. And then uh, I want to play this clip, uh, Casey, it's from Boy, Boy George. George. Okay. You ready to go? Uh, apparently, he met Muhammad Ali one time. So Boy George's brother was a prize fighter. Really? Um, yeah. And uh, his father was very much into prize fighting. This is a, a fun story. Here we go. This is before I was famous. But I was kind of known on the London scene for like dressing up. <laughs> <laughs> And Muhammad Ali was there. My dad loved Muhammad Ali. We had a picture of Muhammad Ali next to the picture of the Pope. That's how important he was in our family. And I was like full on, like in total drag. 
And I was like, oh my God, my dad loves you. Like, we got a picture of you on a mirror in our hallway. And he looked at me and he goes, are you a girl or a boy? And I said, I'm a boy. And he goes, you're a very pretty boy. And I was like, oh my God, I can't wait to talk to my dad. My dad was furious. <laughs> I love Muhammad Ali. Love Boy George, too. Uh, yeah. That's great. I, yeah. I, when you see him uh, interviewed, he's got great stories. By the way, Culture Club was awesome. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Dude, there was one of my absolute favorite photos, uh, and, and I used it when uh, my high school reunion was taking place, and I was helping promote that on social media, and it's it's Boy George <laughs> and Mr. T. Yeah. And it's like, it's the most 80s photo ever. Yeah. And it's just... <laughs> Oh, what about so, two of the two of the most? Yeah, here yeah, you go. a picture perfect. of it. it's Boy. It's Mr. T putting Boy George in a headlock. So the Liza Minnelli, Michael Jackson. Oh God, uh, who was in that pic? It's a collection. It was like a snapshot in time. Yeah, her bizarre Wedding. fiance at the time, David Guest. Was yes, that it? Yeah. he looked like a corpse, oh, like a God. walking corpse. Yeah, yeah Liz Taylor. I Liz think Taylor might have been in that too. Yeah, there are some iconic photos <laughs> where just everything comes together. Do you know what this is from Preston? This it's from an episode of uh, the A Team. No. So, Boy George had a guest appearance in 1986 on the 18th. Television at that time, like when Frampton made a guest appearance on Ba Ba Black Sheep. Do you yeah. remember that? I do remember that. Uh, match made in 80s heaven. All right, I have a couple other quick stories. So, uh, Chris Harrison and Lauren Zima are married. Yeah. The former host of The Bachelor and its spinoffs. I love you. Uh, including, I love Zima. Including The Bachelorette. Is she heir to the Zima fortune? And Bachelor in Paradise wed the producer on October 14th in Napa Valley, California. And again on November 4th in Austin, Texas, where the couple live. No, I don't think she's an heir to the Zima family. I think uh, it's, it's her what, first name. What was, what was Zima? It was a, I know it was a popular it was a drink for a while. Beverage. It was a malt beverage. Oh, is that yeah. what it was? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I actually saw something over the weekend where it was basically like uh, Zima was a uh, was the villain in, Nick showed in, it in Scooby me. Doo. Yeah. yeah. And they pulled the. No, the, it was the other way it, around. It was, uh, White, Claw. White Claw was the, was the villain in Scooby Doo. <laughs> and they pulled the mask off and it was Zima the whole time. <laughs> Underneath it, yeah. It was pretty damn funny. So they described the Napa Valley nuptials as an emotional and jubilant ceremony. Jubilant? Yes. Isn't everyone jubilant? That was more intimate with just family and the closest friends, while the Austin celebration was more of a blowout bash where they... Bunch of filthy whores. They expanded the guest list to include several Bachelor franchise alums, including Wells Adams and Sarah Hyland, Ben (sighs) and Jessica Higgins, Ari Landyke Jr. and Lauren Burnham, Sean and Catherine Lowe, Jojo Fletcher, Trista Sutter, Colton Underwood and Jordan C. Brown, Bob Gini and Jessica Canyon were all there. So when you get all those Bachelor and Bachelorette alums there at that thing. You have to make sure that all the doors are marked with super large letters mm-hmm. and you let them know what's going on because they're kind of dumb. I actually <laughs> recognized a bunch of those names though. That's the crazy well, Bob, thing. Bob yeah. Guinea, it was. He was in The Bachelor. He, he was, was like, bachelor, yeah. uh, not good looking. He's not, with Lauren Harris. Yes, he is. Okay. I, I, yeah. Either Bob was at Lauren's wedding or Lauren was at Bob's wedding. That's right. Tristan. You're the wind in my face. So the group got together to uh, reminisce the night before the ceremony. Harrison told people he also joked that at the end of the night, uh, he was going to tell 10 of them that they would be going home brokenhearted and can't come to the wedding. Uh, Do you remember that? Signature. I remember that. You brought up a memory. 
signature cocktails at the event board names with a winking nod to Harrison's former gigs such as The Final Rose and The Bachelor No More. So I those, remember that. So those were some of the drinks. Meanwhile, uh, Napa Valley had special meaning for the couple. It's where Horace, uh, Harrison, I'm sorry, not Horace. <laughs> right, where we go, whore hunting. Uh, proposed to Zima in 2021. Nap, you've been to Napa, yes? I have not been all the way up to Napa. I've been in uh, Northern California and areas around the Sonoma. It's, it's very similar. I've I mean, never been to Napa. It's yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the couple first met like when, you. when uh, Zima, a former, it's written here, Zuma. Oh, my God. Zuma, Which is, Zuma, Zuma, Zuma. Yeah. Zuma. Zuma's the, the dance exercise thing, right? That's Zumba. Uh, that's Zumba. 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 Yeah. Thank yeah. you. And, yeah. Uh, so she was a former correspondent for Entertainment Tonight. She interviewed him in 2016. She interviewed him several more times, and then they started dating after that. So he got a big um, departing package from ABC uh, when he went his his way after they, that whole little bachelor dust up. Yep. And then one last thing, uh, Danny DeVito told GQ in a recent interview. We're going back to Arnold for a moment. All right. Uh, that the, the ship has sailed when it comes to a twins sequel. Aww. However, he and Arnie, uh, he said, quote, have a little thing going, a little project that is not related to the 1988 film. <laughs> but he said, we missed Twins 2 because he became governor, oh. which he should have done Twins 2 instead of becoming governor, <laughs> according to Danny. So he wished they would have done it. But that that... That could have had some promise to it. Maybe. It is a fun junk food movie. Yeah. It actually has a little bit of heart, too. Yeah. yeah. All right, so we can roll the clips now. All right, in the new drama Radical, it's based on the true story of a teacher in a Mexican border town full of neglect, corruption, and violence who tries new methods to unlock students' curiosity and potential. Here, actor uh, Eugenio Derbez Derbez, uh, discusses the challenges of the role. Here we go. My background is always as a comedian. I knew that I had to change my method. So um, what I did was internal work, trying to find... Sergio inside of me. So it was it was very, very complicated to me. Probably this is the mo- most challenging movie that I've done because it's completely out of my comfort zone. Eugene! I love that guy. So he was the Coda. teacher in Coda yeah. and uh, had a, a big time health scare a little while back and we did a follow-up on that recently and apparently he's doing better. First time I saw it was in that, that horrible remake of uh, Overboard. I didn't uh, see yeah. it. Yeah, I and, didn't see it. And uh, and so, uh, but yeah, we, in Coda, he's kind of oh. he's just terrific. He's phenomenal. Yeah. He he. There, everybody should have been nominated in that movie. Yeah, and he, he unfortunately didn't get a nomination, but he definitely deserved one. All right, here's our next clip. Found follows a public relations and crisis management professional who was once a missing person herself and who now harbors a dark secret. So here, producing director uh, Nikhil Paniz talks about the message portrayed in this particular series. Every one of our characters, every one of them is fractured. Every one of them has a a past of hardship. And seeing that struggle and the way they use that trauma to make their worlds better, I think that was one of the most important parts for us to really put forth an aspirational show, something that made people believe that there's hope. Yeah, yeah, big whoop, no one cares. And Found airs Tuesdays at 10 p.m. That's on NBC. It's available to stream the next day on Peacock what as well. Like season nine or whatever? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, don't know. I don't know. Is, I, is that the Mark Paul Gossler one? 
Mm, I don't think so. Dude, I have no idea. Or it is. So many shows, so many streaming platforms, so many seasons that have happened of shows that I've never even heard of before. It's insane. Stop thinking about the genesis of television at this point. So where you'd go, I've, uh, there, there, there are no dramatic shows I watch on network television. Yeah. It, it is the Mark Paul Gosser one. Is it? Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It looks it. like he's being held captive, but he was also perhaps maybe a captor at one point. Is That's it like what I'm saved thinking. by the bell? No, no, no. Like the the chick that has him in her basement, I think he maybe had her. Ah. And, and so now the roles are reversed, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's funny, Steve, you talk about the, the the shows and television, the state of it. I was watching another show. I was watching a Lessons in Chemistry over the weekend, and there's a, a scene where the, and it takes place in the 1950s where a gal's on the phone talking to her neighbor, and she's talking about TV, and she goes, put it on Channel 4. <laughs> I'm like, man, I remember that. I remember when yeah. you just say, yeah, put it on Channel. And, and yep. you, you knew exactly what they were talking It wasn't like, do you have this? <laughs> yeah, right. you have, uh, do you have Hulu? Right. You got to go on there, and then you got to do it in this section, search for this, and yeah. blah, 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 so on. I was just like, put it on, put it on Channel 4. Not only that. Yeah. Three, she had three choices. That's it. Someone could mention a show and kind of what it was about, and you say, "Oh, yeah, that's on ABC." It's got yeah, but like you could tell back then, that's that's all gone. Yeah, but there's ample amounts of entertainment available now, so that's the upside mm-hmm. of it. And there you go. That is uh, the last story that we have for you this morning. All right, um, let's take a break and come back in a second. Uh, we have this Monday to chat about all the Monday things, and we're getting ready because one week from today, Camp Out for Hunger happens. We have a lot of things going. Going on in the evening as well as the morning. We hope you'll check out WMMR.com slash campout and get ready for that. We're going to announce, I tell you what, when we get to the B file, I think we should announce that special thing that's yes. going to be happening Monday night with food trucks and fireworks. So we'll get to that back in a moment. Stay with us. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger begins Monday, November 13th at Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center Complex. With more and more area families struggling with food insecurity, Subaru of America is encouraging area companies to step up and make a difference with the Camp Out Business Challenge. The top business food donor gets a live on-site broadcast from the Preston and Steve Show. Second, a live broadcast from the legendary Pierre Robert. And third, a $20,000 WMMR advertising campaign. Plus, this year, all business challenge participants will enter to win an in-studio visit with Preston and Steve for your employees, no matter the size of your donation. Large or small, every donation helps fill abundance in their mission to drive hunger from our communities today and end hunger for good. Visit WMMR.com for complete details on the Subaru Business Challenge from 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to spread out some uh, shout outs here and there because I'm getting a little little behind. Yeah, no pun intended. Uh, so I am going to send this one out. Said I would like to you to give a shout out to wish my beautiful wife Colleen a happy birthday. She is turning the big four zero. This was from last week, actually. Uh, and he says she's an amazing woman. She loves psychology and making jewelry. Oh Ooh. well, you like making jewelry, Kathy? I do. And you sort of dabble in psychology. Yeah, I'm a psychologist. Yeah. <laughs> Love psychology and making jewelry. Uh, and she's also a stay-at-home mom. He says, love you, sweetie, very much with love. That's from Michael Aww. Doran. So there's a shout-out to uh, Colleen, who loves psychology and making jewelry. So uh, happy birthday. Happy Big 4 Welcome to the club, by the way. 
So there was an article. Uh, I meant to get to this last week, but we didn't have time to do it. And uh, I thought this might be kind of interesting to throw out there into the universe. But um, there's a um, guy on social media, social media, Cam Thompson. Uh, and he threw out a little factoid on uh, social media and apparently he got a lot of reaction to it. Um, so apparently he unearthed the yellow pillow. <laughs> I, now, when I saw this pop up, I immediately knew the yellow pillow. Yes. I immediately knew what the yellow pillow stood for. And I immediately thought there's never been a more important time for everyone to have a yellow pillow. So in describing this in this article, it says there are the select few who favor their trusty and crusty <laughs> yellow pillow. A pillow so overused and underwashed. <laughs> That its color has soured to the unsightly jaundice hue, yet is still a dream to sleep on. I would liken this to the salad bowl, like for the the, uh, the Caesar salad. That you never wash. Right, that you let... <laughs> it's seasoned. It's seasoned yeah. for comfort. It's, it's a seasoned pillow. It's a disgusting pillow. <laughs> I, have, I have several yellow pillows. And while I'll admit, Kathy, they are unsightly... Uh-huh. But I can't find any that are more comfortable. But you haven't tried. Have you bought a pillow and tried to, and slept on it? I have tried. Yes, I have. Okay. So uh, I have, I've tried to find, because I've told you before, I like thin pillows. I like two thin pillows specifically. And it's hard to find the right consistency. My pillow's got to be just right, man. Oh, yeah. I, trust me. How many how many Camp Out for Hungers have we spent together? How many times have yep. I seen you go in with your, you're like a Paul Newman and the Hustler. You have your your, your, your pillows. <laughs> My pillow yeah. Case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I will. They will be there. I'll, I'll bring them with me next week. You'll see them for sure. Uh-huh. It's okay. Yeah. Um, but you know, here's, you have to well, smell them to really get. Well, what what I was going to say was, why are your pillows yellow? Now, I know the answer. Piss. I know why your pillows. <laughs> well, no. It's sweat. It's oils. It's, yeah. it's you know, all yes. body lotions. It's all that. I, I know what it is. But what I will say is, my pillows are not yellow. Yeah. I've also had them for years. Now, you're supposed to replace your pillow. I do know that as, you know, because of allergens and all that kind of stuff. Um, but why is it that I can have a pillow that's not yellow, but you guys can't. How have new washers? I've never even think Every about washing a pillow. You know what? So my pillow, so I have this amazing mattress that I got years ago. I absolutely love it. And these these big, huge pillows came with it. They're so freaking comfortable. Um, and there's like a an allergen-free case that goes over it. And uh, that part, but not the like actual pillowcase is supposed to get washed. I forget. There's like directions on it or whatever. We well, are dealing with all sorts I, of. You have. All, you're, you're very susceptible to a lot of these things, like allergens and right. I right. Mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah so course, you've got to course. deal with that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so how often do I wash it? Press it. I, I don't. I couldn't. Put, I couldn't say like oh once every other week. Like if I start to if there is any sort of stain or I start to see anything on the pillowcase, I'll wash it on the uh, pillowcase. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, the no, like like with without the pillowcase, okay. without the, the right. sheet because the sheets get changed regularly. So when mm-hmm. Those come off if there's anything, you know, on that inside pillowcase. <laughs> How often do you change your sheets? Uh, once every- a week? Uh, once a week, yeah. Okay. Once a day. Uh, Kathy, how easy is it to clean, wash, dry a regular pillow? Just like the pillow itself. The actual pillow, like with well, some of them you can't because they, like I That's think if, what I thought. if yeah. there's if there's Hence feathers, the yellow if, there, pillow. Yes. if there are down pillows, I don't think you can. Yeah, there's no way, right? So, I don't think so. I, I don't know for sure, but I wouldn't think so. Well, I have a stack of pillows in a closet, and I I have not <laughs> figured out what to do with them. Why? 
because they fall into this category. Just throw it hang out. on, hang on. Okay. I am I am jealous of your innate ability to just throw things away without thinking twice about it. Because I look at this stuff and I'm, I I think either I should donate them or throw them away or just get rid of them entirely. But yet I see them in the closet. Realize they've been in the closet for over like two years at this point. They're never going to serve a purpose. But I don't throw them away, and I don't know why. You can Are donate they- them. You can. Do- no, no, no. Are they yellow? Uh, they're used. No, you cannot donate yes, you them. Can. You no. can donate them to like animal charities. Okay, right. okay. All right, so Kathy. that they can use them as white right, right. Now, Kathy, I have a white pillow. I'm not using the, and you brought the extra level of, uh, there's the couch pillow and then there's the sleeping pillow. Right. So my yellow pillow <laughs> and my white pillow, which is, is very, I use them in conjunction. The yellow pillow, they're both couch Hugging, Hugging pillows. pillows. Yes. Okay. Uh, you mentioned things that have been in the closet for a long time. I'm going to go to these calls, by the way, these yellow pillow calls. I want yellow pillow supporters and detractors. <laughs> yeah. Feel free oh, to call somebody's in. Somebody's got to be on my team. 215-263-WMMR. But I, I was in my closet and I was looking for, I was going to exercise and uh, all the exercise shorts, which are like the mesh ones, you know. Yeah, yeah. They were all dirty and I pulled out a pair <laughs> from the drawer that I haven't worn in a while and I, 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 I pulled them out oh, to the, stretch them. The waist. And the elastic <laughs> Just, just gave out, gave, yeah. and there were like three pairs of them. I could hear it when I. It was like, all right, and and exactly. they just stayed like you know fifty inches wide. What'd you do I'm with like, it? What'd I you threw do with it? Them? Okay, all right. No, yeah. no, 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 no. A I pillowcasing. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. Sew so the, so the way shut. Make it a pillowcase. What should I have done with them? Uh, exactly what you did. Yeah. But that's not what I would have done with them. I would have put them right back in the you drawer. Oh no. Put them right back. Yeah. In. Oh, there's no way they would have fit. Like they, they just. <laughs> Flat out, they just, well, you used the brain. These, these are going to be my hemorrhoid shorts. I'm, right, I'm going to go to Mindy talking about the yellow pillow. Hi, Mindy. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Hey, what's up, Mindy? I cannot believe you are talking about this topic. <laughs> All of my friends know about my husband's thin, disgusting <laughs> yellow pillow. We take it on vacation with us. And I make him pack in a separate area in our lunch because I don't want it to smell of my clothes. It's so gross. That's awesome. I love you, Mindy. <laughs> and he just, how, any idea how long he's had it, Mindy? Has it been since you guys have known each other? He's had multiple ones because we accidentally left one when we went away on vacation and he was ready to fly back to the Bahamas. <laughs> That's awesome. To get the- Hello. <sighs> yes. Yeah. Uh, see, there's something that gets very personal. It doesn't mean. Yeah. So, have you ever washed your yellow pillow? No. Okay. So, yes. okay. Yes. You <laughs> yes, Mindy. And Kate, yes. if you if you put a clean pillowcase over that pillow, would it work for you, Mindy? It doesn't matter. I put those um, <laughs> those things that you zip on top. Of yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, we got those too. It doesn't help. It smells. So bad. Oh, gross! <laughs> you poor thing. Well, you're, you're at least that you let him bring it with you when you travel. That you're being a good wife because I think oh, your inclination. It's in his, it's in his suitcase. <laughs> okay, but you have to sleep in the same bed with that stinky pillow, right? Or do you guys sleep it separately? No. Oh, my. I'm like, get that pillow away from my pillow. <laughs> there you go. All right. Thank you, Mindy. Appreciate I love it. By the way, what I'm reading suggests that you change your pillow, depending on the pillow and the brand and all of that, every one to three years. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so every 13 no. years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just right. the two numbers. <laughs> there may be medical reasons that you need to get rid of your yellow pillow. Oh, look who's Oh, online. you know. 
becomes a call-in when he hears a concern. So we welcome from Fox 29 and Penn Medicine, our personal doctor, Dr. Mike Sreeve. Yeah! Uh, you know, uh, I hate to gross people out at this early in the morning, but studies have shown that pillows like that may be dirtier than toilet seats. Well, I sleep with a toilet seat, Mike. It's got it's got E. coli, bacteria, all kind. It's just not a good thing, and it, it's really not hygienic, and it can. It, it's just not. Not cool. Let me ask you, Dr. Mike, because I would, you know, love you dearly. Is there one shirt, one pair of shorts, one comfort garment or pillow in your home that even though you know, as you just told us, it's probably not the best for you, you keep it because it's kind of a security thing? Well, not, I mean, I have a lot of airplane shirts, right? but, but I don't, I mean, they're not something that I sleep on and I can wash the t-shirts, All right. you know, the pillow thing, Steve. Yeah. And, and look, uh, uh, my pillow has to be just right. Cause I have neck problems. I'd like it to be yeah. on the flat side. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it's just the studies show and, and bedding in general, Kathy, I agree with, look, if you don't wash your sheet, I mean, talk about like having a, a bad a bad thought in your head. Look at the sheets in the bed, yeah. and if you don't wash them, there's all kinds of of um, exfoliated skin, mm-hmm. bacteria. There's uh, dust mites. There's there's the, the, you name it. It has to. You're be making me sleepy. It's not good for your health. Yes. Right, I, I'm going to throw a few facts at you here, uh, Doctor Mike. The yellowing pillow is a sign of aging and a buildup of moisture from sweat, oil, <laughs> lotions, and drool. <laughs> Even going to bed with wet hair can cause discoloration. And it says, while not necessarily dangerous to sleep on, mild staining can trigger allergies if mildew or fungus are allowed to fester, which can create a pungent odor, a sign that it's time to buy a replacement. So, yes, there's all kinds of fluids that are ending up. And and, and like you said, exfoliated skin, too. I think we had, had, had heard that if you have a 10-year-old mattress... There's like oh God. 15 pounds of dead skin or something yeah. ridiculous oh like that in the mattress. I, I, I got to tell you, the, the biggest skeeve event I ever had, my <laughs> son uh, was a Cub Scout. And we went to a, a Cub Scout event, and there were mattresses that had been used by thousands of Cub Scouts before him. <sighs> and there was more pee stains. <laughs> it was just one big continuous pee stain. Yeah. And it just freaked me out. I was going to sleep on the floor because I thought that was safer. But mm. uh, All right. Well, you, you right. raise, obviously, as you do, you care about people. So you raise the medical concern. Uh, it, it, so would you say if you're going to go with the pill? Now, I use, if I use one, I use it for hugging on the couch. I don't sleep on it. Am I mitigating the risk? Well, it's the amount of time right. that you are exposed to the pillow, Steve. Right. So it, on the couch, that's a different story because the amount of time. But in at bedtime when you're sleeping, as Preston mentioned, you're drooling. <laughs> you have nasal secretions coming down on your snot on your pillow. Yeah, uh, snot. I mean, God almighty. So, Mike, uh, uh, seriously, what is so bad about drool? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, 
Well, drool uh, is is uh, saliva, but it, the, the most important thing about drool is the moisture, mm-hmm. and it can create uh, a a club med, if you will, for right. fungus, uh, you know, well, mold, and, 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 and things that are not good for you. And as was mentioned by Preston, uh-huh. if you have allergies, uh, it, it's definitely um, a problem and, and dust mites and, and, and all of that. Well, my, my, exfoliated skin is like their breakfast. Preston wanted to mention that he, he pleasures himself into this pillow as oh well. Is, yeah. is that a problem? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <with> a giggle. <laughs> uh, well, look. Um, I, I mean... I, you gotta do... Listen, Preston, you, you gotta do, you. do what you, you gotta do. do. You, you do right. right. you. Right. You, I do the pillow. I would say change the pillow. <laughs> all right, change all the right. pillow. Have one pillow watch while you do the other pillow. Oh, it's a cut pillow. A cut pillow. All right, Dr. Mike, we love, love you, buddy. We love you, Mike. Uh, see you later. Bye. Dr. Mike Sergiliano, Fox 29. The pillow thing. Uh, by the way, uh, I, this is an interesting little tidbit. It says, if you can't split from your beloved headrest, mattress expert Rebecca Swain from Winston Beds said that cleaning bedding with white vinegar or limes can prevent bacteria and mold, which can trigger acne or rashes. But it still it still says they are still recommending that even if oh, you yeah, do that, that, that you replace, like, which yeah. also, even for me, who is like a clean freak and I get grossed out by this stuff, I mean... I did not replace my pillow a year ago. Really? You know what I mean? Like You hobo. Hang on, I have some other calls. I'm going to go to Rob. Rob, you are on the air. Good morning. Hey, hey, good morning, guys. What's up, buddy? Um, so I not only am a co-founder of the Yellow Pillow Club, but I also have a yellow chair. You have a yellow chair? Oh, man. Yeah, and my wife would call me out about it. it she puts a slip cover over the chair. It's like a pillowcase for a chair, which I can't, I just can't. Kathy, do you put slip covers on chairs or couches? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Well, you're asking for trouble if you put a white slip cover on something. And so I'm a tall dude. I don't really fit on uh, all chairs. So I have a chair that I sit at uh, to relax, watch YouTube, and chill out. So my head, back of my head, just like a pillowcase, touches the white chair. And now I have a yellow chair. There you go. Oh, boy. Oh, your poor wife. (laughs) It's like in Coming Coming to America, the Soul Glow family. (laughs) (laughs) They get up from the couch and there's stains on the back. So is the recommendation, Kathy, should I just throw the chair away then? I mean, unless you can get the yellow off, I think at this point the chair's got to go. Okay, so I have your permission to throw the chair away. <laughs> wife after say, hey, Kathy said it's all good. Yeah. There you go. Yes, you can use my name. All right, thanks, man. Uh, listen, you're going to look, it comes down to, the, uh, there is a, a bit of security blanket to it, right, Preston? Yeah. There's a yeah, bit of, very yeah, much so. And that, that really is yeah. a, a large part of it. Well, huh. yeah, I mean, of course, if, if you, sorry, if you have a, a, a pillow that you're comfortable with and that's yeah. what's helping you sleep, but they do say that if it's time to replace the pillow and you find yourself not being able to sleep, you can't get comfortable at night, that it might actually be the pillow. But if you're, if you've broken it in, as Preston has, and, and, and the dried urine and the, and the semen <laughs> creates the exact <laughs> sort of mm-hmm. concave thing that you rely on, mm-hmm. you you know what I'm saying? Stick with it. Stick with it. And, a, and, and stick to it. I got to go to a, <laughs> gotta go to Alicia here. Alicia, good morning. 
Good morning. What? I'm calling about the Krusty Pillow Club. <laughs> yeah, yeah, jump in. What's up? My husband has had this pillow for 25 years Aww. since he was a kid. Aww. I finally convinced him to not use it because it smelled so awful and there was such a nasty stain on it. So he's like, well, can we just put it in the closet? And I said, fine. So I stuck it up in the closet. It was sitting next to a box that I had my old prom corsages in and yeah. flowers. And I went up in the closet. And I went to move the pillow. And the box had absorbed all the greasy oil nastiness that was sucked into yeah. the pillow, was then transferred to this box. So then I had to get rid of the flowers as well from prom and homecoming. And we've been together now 25 You're years. You're saying and his pillow literally was so bad it contaminated a box next to it yes and so did it was it was the box the cardboard all oily and stuff yes it oh was my God. freaking disgusting so it had stains <laughs> so i don't know Preston, you're i mean i've Mine's seen not that bad that's that's no I can't, I can't see a pillow being as that bad that i it mean would, it, there'd be osmosis involved from one from the pillow to the box nick but, ostensibly you could wring that pillow out yes i mean that that's bad that's foul yeah all right, well, we agree with you. I called because I'm a nurse, and I'm like, hun, this is so bad. Your allergies are awful. This is not hygienic. You absolutely cannot be sleeping on when, this When pillow. it came time to actually get rid of the pillow and the boxes and everything, did your husband finally realize that he, he was wrong and you were right? Oh, absolutely. All right. And he still was kind of reminiscent about, like, well, I've had that since I was a kid, and I'm like, yeah. it's gross. It's, it's it, like the leg lamp. In a was, it, <laughs> was it difficult to find replacement pillows that he found satisfactory? Yes, it took a while, but he's he's adapted and he's he's all grown up now. So he, are, he realizes that I'm I'm right and he's wrong. And are his allergies better? Yes, yes. Well, there you better. go. All okay. right, all right, all right. Thank medical you, benefit all to right. him. He's, he's half the man he was. All right, yeah. we'll see you. Um, but yeah, some of it is is sentimental. You've had it for a long time, yeah. Kathy. You have your friend who has those two really beat up, disgusting pillows. So, uh, she, yes, and they were from, I mean, childhood. She brought them to college. She would bring them on vacation when we. You bet, yeah. Uh, like, does she still? Uh, no, they got tossed. Like her kids, she has ki- like older yeah. kids now who would like they knew about the pillow. They knew they weren't allowed to touch them. Um, it was <laughs> mom's pillow. Yeah, they were mom's pillows. <laughs> but uh, no update. She did text me a few months ago that, and said we had to put to rest. Remember they were called they like names. Pooey and yeah, something else. She had names for him. She called him Pooey and Pissy. <laughs> yeah. Those are not good names. Pooey. This is Pooey and this is Pissy. <laughs> yes. This is the one I poo on and this is the one I piss on. Wow. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, it is disgusting. For me personally, it's hard to find. I, I need, I, I've searched for, I've searched high and low. Searched the world over. Uh, but I keep, I keep searching. Uh, Mike said something that was different. Uh, um, I, I keep searching for thin pillows. Maybe I need to search for flat pillows because he oh. used the word flat instead of thin. So he says he, he says up. he needs them yeah. for his sleeping. So, so let me ask you, Kathy, in all your activities, um, uh, you can actually make your own pillows, right? Well, yeah, well can you? No, yeah. I, usually they, they make the pillow case. Is that what you mean? Well, and then you get like make, a, make, pillows. make pillows. Yeah, you can buy the stuffing. My yeah. sister-in-law used to do that. Yeah, you buy like what actually goes in the pillow. Oh, you just wow. make a case that the, zips around it. The pancake so pillow. There's a yeah. product called the pancake pillow and oh. it looks like you, you take 
layers and put them into this particular uh, pillow case to make the proper thickness to make it exactly what you want. So How about that? One, two, three, four, five. There's like six of these thin layered pillows and you put them into the case. Only 80 bucks. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. So it says the one pillow case endorsed by the producer of the Pierre Robert show. Wow. Well, it's only $80, <laughs> by the way. Uh, so. It's uh, a hell of a pillow. And here's a hotel luxury flat pillow. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a search, see if I can find some new ones. Didn't we talk one time about um, literally bringing home bedding at a hotel that you like that, that you can, if you stay in a Marriott, that you really enjoy and, and they purchase have, from them? Yeah, like you can actually go to like the Marriott store or whatever somewhere oh. and, and buy that comforter, buy that pillow. I think we brought this up on the air one time. The Mar- Marriott does have really good pillows. They 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 look big and fluffy, mm-hmm. and they're not memory foam. They're something right. else, but they squish down really yes. thin. Right, and you can hold them if you want. Yeah. Smoke them. Yes, 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 Uh, most definitely. Preston, here's a pillow from uh, Ogalala Comfort, and it's only $530. Ogalala. La, 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 lola. Uh, But yeah, mine are, my thin pillows are are yellow, and sometimes, (laughs) sometimes they they have, sometimes they have cases on them, sometimes I don't. It sounds like a British sick on my thin pillows. Yeah. Uh, Nick, I'm on the Ritz-Carlton's website, which I believe they're owned by Marriott, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah. you can purchase the bedding. You can purchase the bed and bath. Wow. Stuff that's in the shower. Yeah. Is it expensive? Uh, Gotta be. I didn't click on anything yet. Let's see. The hotel stripe bedding set, Nick. We, we assume is, this is new stuff. Oh, no, Nick, you can get it. It's only $1,600. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Yellow pillow it is. But it's on sale from $2,000, so that's good. <laughs> well, we <laughs> saving a big chunk there. If you let us piss on it, we'll take off 200 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyhow, the the sign of a, a yellow pillow is a loved pillow, uh, but apparently, <laughs> according, deadly, apparently, according to Doctor Mike, it can be uh, not that good for you. So, <laughs> uh, but people hold on to them tooth and nail. All right, thank you for the calls. We appreciate it. I want to take a break and come back. I have uh, I have man. The weekend was crazy with Bizarre File Stories. There is one that I got, and I think I got it on Friday, and I wish I could have come back on the show and passed it along to you, but it's insane. It's a story out of New Jersey that I'm going to share with you when we come back. Yeah. Uh, But also, we're going to reveal some information about Camp Out for Hunger. Yeah. And uh, the Food Trucks and Fireworks event that I think you're going to want to hear about. It's a special added bonus for one week from today. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Drunk text your ex. Text MMR instead at 39333. Just don't ask us, hey, you up? Because, nah, we're good. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back. And this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagles season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Winter may seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. 
With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com to get started. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I'm excited to announce this. We got the the official go-ahead over the weekend. We were waiting uh, for some issues to be cleared up. Now, we've mentioned uh, Camp Out for Hunger and the Camp Out After Dark. Obviously, we do the live broadcasts every morning. We have Pierre Robert and Brent Porsche and all the daytime stuff. In the evening, we have some events that are taking place. And on Monday, very excited, we're kicking off. We haven't done this on a Monday before, but the schedule uh, is allowing us to do this. We're doing food trucks and fireworks on Monday nights, presented by our friends at Five Below. And Celebration Fireworks are the amazing people that put together one of the best fireworks displays I've ever seen personally. Incredible. And they are about to add to the event. So, on Monday night, not only do we get a fireworks uh, presentation from our friends at Celebration Fireworks, but we are going to have a live drone show that is going to be taking place before the fireworks happen. So there needed to be FAA clearance. As you would well imagine. We're fairly close to the airport yeah. in that location. So they got the clearance. And at 7.30, there is a drone performance that is going to be taking place. Now, I haven't seen the details as to how many drones they use. But if you've seen these, there's usually like, you know, hundreds of yeah. them in the air. Pretty friggin' amazing. And they create. You know, images and, yeah. and text and all kinds of crazy. I have never seen one in person. Me neither. Nick oh, has. Yeah. You were at the at the Gorge. Yeah, the, uh, Dave Matthews Band did one at the Gorge uh, a year ago, year plus. And uh, I know Marissa saw one with the Eagles near the Art Museum this year. Oh. It's really remarkable. I'd never seen anything like it before. And what they can do, the designs they can re- can create, uh, it's it's fascinating. I can't wait to see what these guys do at Camp Out next uh, week. I saw one, Nick, and it was making the rounds on social media. It might have been Dubai. It might have been Abu Dhabi. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it was uh, basically like a 20-story skeleton walking along to the city. Really? And that's what Abu Dhabi do? Yeah. So the thing (laughs) Abu Dhabi do that. Um, (laughs) That's, uh, no, it's it's pretty amazing what they can do with that technology. What what I'm curious about with the drone shows is, does it matter where you are that you get a different view of of the image? Okay. Yeah, so you won't want to watch our drone show from inside Citizens Bank Park, for example. You want to be where we are. Yeah. Uh, And uh, I'm sure that it looks very different, like from overhead or whatever. But yeah, it does manage matter where you're sitting wow it is you know they can do things like make a qr code in the in the sky they can that is a readable qr code and you can use your phone and and get the link from from uh, looking up at it so wow we're watching video is this celebration or no this is a different (laughs) one but these are uh, the the the, what they are able to put together is pretty damn incredible so we're super excited to add this to the laundry list of things that we have planned for next week and then as you said the fireworks i mean are unbelievable the display is amazing your proximity is astonishing and uh yeah it it is going to be an awesome night if they put our name up there that'd be great in the sky like that yeah how uh-huh. Uh, I, 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 just your like, name. I, I I'll might, take just your name. No, 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 no. No sad. One hour name. I might cry. Yeah. I might. Yeah. It might emotionally get yeah. me. So uh, we're excited about get this. Get you in the feels. Oh, and I, I'm already going to be in the feels because I and, and I put word out to to um, Kyle and he was going to let us. I, I think I'm going to get up and play with the FM band. Oh, wow, nice. you love the FM band. They're fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Kyle's band is going to be. Were you good to go? All right. right. I, I told him two songs that I can play. Two. 
with those guys. Of the two. Two. two of the two songs. <laughs> so uh, one of them I've already played with them before. It's the Lionel Richie classic All Night Long. Ah, uh, there you go. Which Kyle sings on that. Uh-huh. And, and we'll see about uh, uh, getting another song with those guys. But they're going to be performing on that Xfinity live stage. Which is awesome. Uh, which is fantastic. We had snack time there last year. FM band here this year. And Xfinity Live is going to be serving beverages. There are Bring the kids because there's also free rides from Skelly's Amusement. Yes! So happening when too. When you're there, realize the it's the whole thing. So you've got it on that side. On the other side is Scully's, is the, the broadcast tent, is the whole setup. So yeah. it is a compound of joy. Yep. So please be a part of it Monday, one week from today. I know it's a Monday night, but it doesn't run very late. No. The, the, so the drone show is at 730, the fireworks start at 8, and the fireworks are to be like, you know, maybe 15 minutes, something like that. So you're not going to be You'll be, be home out. and sleeping on your yellow pillow before you know it. <laughs> Super late. And you'll, yeah. and you'll have a full belly with all the food trucks, which, by the way, we're going to get the list of those from Marissa this week and nice. let you know who all is going to be a part of that event. So mark your calendar Monday. Come out and see us at uh, Camp Out for Hunger. All right, we can do the B-File now. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre All right, it is brought to you by... Pro Team Collision, your certified collision repair center. If you get into an accident, Pro Team Collision is there for all of your auto body repair needs. All right, so we're starting. We're starting. We're, we're coming out it? swinging with this yeah. story because this is insane. I wrote at the top of this story, <laughs> I just wrote, holy ass. Oh, okay. This oh is the God. Jersey story. Uh, personally, because I couldn't believe it when I was reading. But yes. An elementary school custodian in Cumberland County. Oh, Get ready, Kathy. You saw, saw this, right? Yeah. Is facing it. multiple charges accusing him of urinating and spitting on school cafeteria cooking utensils. And all this, we're just That's getting started. That's just the beginning. Rubbing his gen on food, spraying bleach on food items, and performing sex acts with inanimate objects at the school, all while videoing himself to share online. Ah! Giovanni uh, Impelizari uh, of Vineland is employed by the Upper Deerfield Township School District and worked at the Elizabeth F. Moore School, which serves students in grades 3 to 5. Ah! Authorities received multiple anonymous tips regarding alarming posts that Impelizari allegedly made in a group chat on the messaging app Telegram. <laughs> A tipster reported that Impelizari posted videos of himself performing sexual acts with items from the school as well as doing things that would endanger the well-being of students at the school. The videos allegedly show him spraying bleach in a large container of cucumbers, spitting on utensils, rubbing his genitals on utensils and food, and urinating in bowls. He posted videos? He posted videos. Thank God he's an idiot. Videos showed him utilizing multiple pieces of bread, listen to this, to wipe his penis, testicles, and anus, as well as spitting on the bread before putting the bread oh. back into the can- container to be later served to children at the school. Oh taste this. God. Does this taste like anus? Police wrote that in the affidavit. He was also seen pleasuring himself and urinating on pillows and kitchen bowls. Death penalty. Uh, investigators went to the school and verified locations seen in the videos and recovered items matching and resembling those seen in the videos. Officials are trying to determine if the alleged acts occurred recently or sometime in the past. 
and Pelizzeri has been employed by the district since September 2019. Uh, he was charged with third-degree aggravated assault, two counts of third-degree tampering with food products, yeah. third-degree endangering the welfare of a child, and third-degree attempt of endangering the welfare of children, and additional charge of second-degree official misconduct was also filed on Thursday. And Pelizzeri was placed in jail pending court hearings. Now, the school district is working with the Cumberland County Health Department to ensure that food preparation, serving utensils, and surfaces have been properly sanitized. Maybe they'll consider burning the school to the ground. Yeah, and starting anew. Uh, yeah. Also, any food products in question discarded, according to the prosecutor's office. And, and stop making bread so damn sexy. Authorities are taking steps to collect bodily fluid samples from Impelizari to determine if there's any potential for infectious oh disease. I mean, he that. literally... Unbelievable. I mean... I hope they throw the book at this dude because you know what? It, there's also the element of there are a lot of people do similar stuff and post. You see him when they go to, go to the supermarket and open up ice cream and, yeah. all, they, and all lick that. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is just that's one of the craziest stories it's I've crazy. ever read here. Uh, so we'll we'll have a follow up on that. I am sure of it. All right, on to other things. A one point two million dollar home was ransacked by evil children as young as eleven who caused more than two hundred thousand dollars worth of damage using axes and chainsaws. Children. The owners told a court they feel distraught after the property, which is in Shanklin, Isle of Wight, uh, was left looking like a war zone. Uh, Joanna Petard and husband Matt and their two daughters had planned to make it their family home before it was absolutely trashed by the use. The group targeted uh, the six-bedroom house in a month-long spree of destruction, which included damaging a wrought iron chandelier, flipping over antique furniture, and even destroying the homeowner's wedding dress. Eleven years old. They left hardly anything untouched by wrecking lights, bathroom taps, and squirting ketchup, bleach, and paint everywhere between May and June of last year. You know how I'd punish them? I'd make them eat the bread that Giovanni raped. Uh, seven perpetrators who are now all between 13 and 16 and cannot be named for legal reasons admitted criminal damage to property at Isle of Wight Magistrates Court where they were each fined $1,500. Oh, my God. Uh, Joanna and Matt Petard were in the address over Easter in April of 2020. They left the property for around a month, but on June 3rd, a gardener told them there may be some damage to the property. They returned the next day to banging noises as it became clear something was going on and youths were leaving the address. Court heard that the youngsters were eventually identified, but it had taken some time to investigate. They heard that every item of furniture had been smashed or damaged in some way, and oil and tomato ketchup squirted everywhere, as well as paint, creosote, and bleach. Paintings hung on the wall had also been smashed and left on the floor, while messages were carved into mahogany windowsills and banisters had been destroyed. I mean, they just I, I went mean, it's crazy. Just like a demolition. Uh, and a state agent said uh, damage to the property had seriously reduced its market value. By around $300,000. The couple had hoped to restore the antique pieces of furniture and other old items, but an expert said they were so badly damaged, many are beyond the point of restoration. We're so, looking at an aerial shot of the house. It's a beautiful old house. It's a yeah. beautiful home, yeah. yeah. So these guys, these teenagers were handed a 12-month referral order in order to pay $1,500 compensation for the, quote, very personal impact on the family involved. Yeah. Man. All right, this is messed up. All right, so we've had a few messed up stories. We'll go with one more here. 
Uh, the NYPD is investigating a violent death where a 44-year-old man was found dead in a trash bag in his home. Law enforcement officials say that Timothy Dargan, who's 44, was allegedly killed by his younger brother, Oof. 41-year-old Jason Dargan. Dargan was arrested for allegedly, listen to this, using a bowling ball to kill his brother. Oh, beat him to death man. with a bowling ball? Before stuffing his brother's body in a bag and leaving it under the bed. Jeez. Investigators say that a neighbor noticed a foul smell coming from the sixth floor of the building where the brothers lived. The father of the two Dargan brothers was contacted by building management about the smell and the other... Uh, Another of his sons phoned the police. Uh, people who live in the building say that they are shocked about what took place. Uh, Jason Dargan is facing charges of murder and manslaughter. It's always after the weekend, man. There's yeah. always crazy yeah. stuff that happens over the weekend and loads of it. So I'll, I'll, I'll lighten it up. I still have some pretty weird things in the next. How about someone just bowling? But that was yeah, yeah. maybe a story of just Not someone murdering right. someone going with a bowling, bowling yeah. would be nicer. So, but you know what? We have a nice way to wrap this up because yes. we have a friend who's in the studio right now and he's here to talk about an event. That is awesome and is such a great organization. Uh, Big Brothers, Big Sisters. And we have the CEO himself, Mr. Marcus is joining us today. Marcus, good day, sir. Hey, how you doing, my friend? Good. Nice to see you again. It's good to be seen, man. (laughs) It's been a long pandemic. I don't think I've seen you guys since the pandemic. You did did me. Yeah. We were out at that that event. Yeah. Yeah. And I I clocked someone with the football. (laughs) But it was was good. (laughs) I think he injured one of the kids. <laughs> we play catch. It's um, a kid's ball. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You, you, you keep, ball, keep your eye on the ball. Yeah. That's, what, that's what a big brother teaches you. But no, it, honestly, you know, we love your organization. We love what you Thank guys you. do. And it, it's it's so awesome. And you're right. This event in particular is kind of your, your benchmark event. And you were not able to do it the way you've been wanting to do it. Or if at all. Right, right. And so it's the return. Yeah, yeah. This is our eighth year doing the Fashion Touchdown event. It's an amazing event, as you know, Steve. And, um, well... What makes it even more amazing is the Eagles won yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. If, you know, you know, it was it was a great win, but it was a, a a good win, and it was against Dallas. And so I was talking to a number of the guys on the team last week, and I said, "Hey, you ready for fashion touchdown?" He's like, "It depends on how this game with Dallas goes." <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> well, yeah. you're going into a bye week, right? Yeah, they're so going you, into a bye yeah. week. I was really nervous. I was watching, and in, in, uh, particularly the last two minutes, the last minute and a half last night, I was like, "Oh my god, are we trying to give it away?" But uh, I was glad to see that they won. And, and so the guys have just been amazing. We got an amazing lineup of guys this year um, who signed on to do this with us. Boston Scott, DeAndre Swift, Darius Slade, James Bradbury, Jordan Malata, Joshua Job, who's actually a former little in our program. Wow. So you, you have a number of people in in uh, athletics and, and you know the sports stars that people know who have been beneficiaries of Big Brothers Big Sisters. And, and, and uh, I mean, it's amazing how many people have been touched by this. Oh, absolutely. And then also people who've gone out to, to help us and be mentors. Yes. Uh, we have some former Eagles who are going to be there. Oh, also I should mention Hassan Reddick is participating, which is uh-huh. awesome. Love that guy. Um, but uh, Brian Westbrook is going to be there. That's great. Vinny Curry, who's a longtime big, he was a big when he was in college. Mm-hmm. And so he understands our mission. He still gives back to Philadelphia. So we're really excited about this show. And one of the things we're going to do different this year, um, I have this, uh, we're going to give the Igniting Potential Award to Big Dom um, on the Eagles, who's an amazing mentor. He's wow. been mentoring the those guys for 25 years and then I got a huge surprise for him <laughs> at the event that I can't say right now but I'm just so excited about Wait, it. So this I, is Dom Santillo, the security? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Dom, he's, uh, he's a great guy. Uh, Cassie's been friends with him forever. He kind of shies away from like publicity. I'm, I'm surprised. Absolutely. Well, see, and that's the thing. He's like, Marcus, 
I, I don't want to be a ward. He's, yeah. I just want to be there. His wife right. likes to uh, walk in the fashion show. She's yeah. amazing. And, he, and I was like, Don, this isn't about you, though. Right? This, is a, this award is about people seeing the greatness that you've helped the Eagles to accomplish. Right? Like, what you've done for, like, 25 years of players coming through that organization. And it helps us lift up the power of mentoring. Huh. And when I said it to him that way, he was like, all right, I'll do it. Right? He said, but I'm not doing any interviews. I said, all right, got it. I watched, I watched the game yesterday with my dad. Dad and uh, my dad didn't know who Dom was, and so you, if you ever watch an Eagles game, he's almost always directly behind Nick Sirianni. Always. And so I pointed him out to my dad yesterday, and then my dad couldn't stop watching Dom in the background because he's this imposing hulk of a man, and uh, he's he's in charge out on that field. He's not only in charge on the field. Dom is in charge off the field, yeah. right? So he, like, the Eagles is one of the uh, a few organizations in the NFL that you don't hear a lot of stuff about their players. Right, right. right. And there's a reason yeah. for that. Yeah. There's intentionality in how Dom, you know, he connects to any coach that's there. He connects to Jeff Lurie. He connects to the general manager because he wants to make sure everyone's on the same page. And when he says security, it's not like he's just the bodyguard for Nick. He is looking at everything across the organization and that's what mentors do right mm-hmm. it's like we got to look at the whole landscape of our littles and say okay how do i help you navigate all of these landmines and dom does that for the eagles and the players yeah. and so it just to me it just made all the sense in the world and he created that for the eagles and the players like that yeah. he wasn't put in that position and said here this is what you're going to do like you know he created all of that and that that whole atmosphere for them Love it. oh absolutely and now, now you got nfl teams trying to replicate wow. dom right yeah, like yeah. that's how important he is not to just the sport but also to people who need mentors and people who need that sort of guidance that's awesome yeah. so you mentioned uh, you mentioned the bigs and the littles for those who aren't familiar with big brothers big sisters what mm-hmm. what all's involved what does a big do for uh the littles so oftentimes and, and steve you and i have this conversation yeah. all, all the time and steve always says well it's not like you're like adopting a child right yeah, yeah. this is this is something that you can do with two to four hours a month i always say you don't have to change your life to change the life of a child right all we're looking for someone who's willing to just have coffee or, or juice or go out to the movies, go play basketball, like, and but do it consistently. The research says that when you spend at least 12 months with a child and that child builds a relationship with you, the outcomes of that child are so much greater. I mean, it's it's provable. And again, as you say, it is a nominal investment. Not that you you can do what you want to do to whatever level you want to, but the the impact is immeasurable. Oh, absolutely. I, I've been a big now to, to my little Nasir for over six years. When I met Nasir, he was in the eighth grade. Now he's a sophomore at LaSalle. Mm. And so the challenges he had to go through, his father dying during the pandemic and the bullying that he went through in school and all the other changes. Like, I was there with him walking through that with him, humbly walking with him and asking for permission to get involved. And so one of the things that we've changed our our approach to how we serve kids now is more about, like, uh, our new model is helping every kid to graduate with a plan for their future and a mentor whose impact lasts forever. And so we understand that kids are going to have a lot of different plans as they go through life, and they're going to have a lot of different mentors. But something that mentors say to their kids, the really good ones, it resonates with the kid. Maybe not today. It may be 10 years down the road, but this is something that's going to impact that kid's life for the rest of their life. My neighbor, Steve, who was uh, taught for a while and and sort of did his own version of this, I saw it in in practice where he took a young man out and this guy had nobody really looking out for him, and so Steve took him out and took him up, like, went up and down Germantown to businesses that had, you know, wanted signs, and here's how you're going to do it, here's how you present yourself. Just that little extra attention made such a, that this 
kid knew someone cared made all the difference. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Well, the event, um, it's coming up. It's a week from today. It's on November 13th at 2300 Arena. And uh, tickets and everything. How about those details? Yep. Uh, we made it real easy for you. In order to get tickets, just go to www.fashiontouchdown.org. That's fashiontouchdown.org. It's or a big can... evening, by the way. Oh, it's, it's a yeah. huge evening. Yeah. We're expecting at least 800 to 1,000 people there. Yeah. We have some amazing sponsors. I do, if I can just give a quick shout sure. out uh, to our, our, our main sponsor, Marone Law Group, Joe Marone, who's an amazing person. He's been the presenting sponsor for this event five years in a row. He's also a former big. His little Steve became a lawyer because of Joe and now wow. he works for Joe's law firm. Wow. Absolutely. So yeah. we have so many stories like that. We have Bank of America who's a great sponsor. First Trust TD Bank came on big time for us. So we're just really excited about the people who are coming out to this event. Did it speak the people coming out? Did I see Jacqueline London from uh, NBC 10 will be there? Yes. Oh, and, and, oh, yeah, <laughs> Steve yeah. and I have a big crush on her. Uh, <laughs> well, listen, I'm yeah. telling you, you guys should come because we're going to have like a nice little intimate personal thing with Jackie. <laughs> uh, I'm actually setting that up in my mind right now. <laughs> yeah. uh, but Jackie, we have the camp out, awesome. unfortunately. So, so we won't be able to attend, but yeah, no. But, but okay, and, and congrats on the camp. Oh, out, thank man. you. I yeah. love that work that you are doing with Phil Abundance. We want to be supportive as well. So yeah, just really help. No, so so this is and this is a, this is a fun evening, a little little uh, little putting on a you know doing yourself up to the nines and, yeah, and, and presenting up. nicely and having great evening. The the, the 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 evening is run so brilliantly and it, it's such a wonderful time with a great cause. And uh, you guys know how to do it right. So thank you the, again. People want to get tickets. Um, where do they go? Tickets go to fashiontouchdown.org, or you can even go to our website, independencebigs.org. Easy to get tickets. Um, and also, just know that we're going to have some celebrities in the room that I can't announce either. They don't want to promote them. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I'm just saying, like, get your tickets now. Mm. They are going fast. Okay. I promise you they're going fast. And don't call me uh, for tickets because I, I promise you, I, I promised my staff I wasn't going to do that this year. <laughs> so, go to the website, get the tickets. Yeah, right. yeah. We'll, uh, we'll post it on our socials and our website and everything to make it easy for our listeners to go and find that. Excellent. Thank you, Preston. Marcus, you, so you guys much. do great work. Amazing work. Congratulations and good luck with this event. Thank you so much. Marcus Allen. Big brothers, big sisters. It is the best. Help out if you can, please, gang. We're going to take a break and we'll be back in just a moment. Hang out with us for a moment. 93.3 WMMR. Preston and Steve's Dorm Decor TikTok Tour. A chance to win $1,000 in crisp college cash from our friends at College Ave Student Loans. The entries are in, and now it's time to vote who has the niftiest knack with their dorm room decor and should win a grand. Check out the videos and vote now on our contest page at WMMR.com. But hurry, the voting deadline's November 12th. Preston and Steve's Dorm Room Decor TikTok Tour. Presented by College Ave Student Loans. A better way to pay for college. And 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your school. So we made this announcement just a little while ago. Added to Camp Out for Hunger for the Food Trucks and Fireworks event on Monday night. One week from today, we have from Celebration Fireworks. Not only an amazing fireworks show that starts at 8, but before that, we have now received... Final approval for a drone show to take place. It will happen at 7.30, and then the fireworks show is at 8 o'clock. Now, the only thing that might stop this are weather issues or last-minute FAA flight restrictions. They made Something with the airport may pop it's up. possible. But as of now... To go. We have approval. And awesome. the weather right now looks very good. This will be my first drone show. I saw 
what I later learned was a drone show in the distance and then was told it was a drone show, but ah. I've never seen one where I was aware it was going on. Yeah, this is going to be cool. So that's just one of the things that we've added to it. Uh, Tuesday night is movie night. We're going to be showing Step Brothers. Uh, yeah. Uh, in all of its unedited glory. So parents, be aware. Uh-huh. Uh, and we're still working on whether it's going to be inside or outside. We'll let you know right now. We've we've had a little snafu with our um, projection. So we'll, we'll get that set up, though. But that's Tuesday night. Wednesday night, Quizzo night. We have a, uh, a catered Flyers suite. It's amazing. That will be given away for the prize yeah. for that Wednesday night. And that's going to be inside Xfinity Live Victory Beer Hall, I believe. Yeah, I, I feel like we might have underestimated the excitement behind this. Are you getting uh, a good response? Yeah. 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 Um, so I hope, we, I hope we have enough chairs. <laughs> the right. more the merrier. All right, we'll find out that's Wednesday night and Thursday night. Still working on the, uh, uh, the free T-shirt thing. I haven't gotten the full-on thumbs up on that, but I have a feeling it's going to happen. We're going to be there, though, all hanging out as we will be. And, and uh, you come down and say hi. That's what we're, uh, we're excited about is seeing you. I uh, told you guys I wanted to spread out some of these uh, shout-outs and uh, butt plugs, so I'm going to do a little plug here. This is, uh, I got an email from Aaron Borkowski, uh, who asked me to mention uh, Beards for Bella. Huh. Uh, she says, my name's Aaron, and uh, Justin's my husband. We founded a non-profit, uh, Beards for Bella. Ten, or it's it's written two different ways, Beats for Bella and Beards for Bella. So uh, I'll go with the Beards I for think, Bella. I think it's Beats. Okay, so, but there's a beard growing contest. Oh, okay, so, that's the event. Okay. So okay. she said, uh, we, uh, we founded a nonprofit, which I think is Beats for Bella, yes, about yes. 10 years ago to bring more awareness to uh, congenital heart defects. Our daughter Bella was uh, born at CHOP, a severe single ventricle heart defect called a hypoplastic left heart syndrome, eventually missing the left side of her heart. Wow. Uh, she's had three open heart surgeries and is a rock star. She said, we're running our third Beards for Bella. It's an event uh, we love because it stemmed from Bella's dad superstitiously growing his beard in between Bella's first and second open heart surgeries. Helped us create so much awareness and uh, for congenital heart disease. The last time we ran it in 2020, we had 40 guys and raised $65,000. Excellent. Uh, we think it'd be cool if you could get a if we could get a shout out from you guys, and if anyone on the staff wanted to participate, that obviously would be amazing. Our goal this year is fifty guys and a hundred thousand dollars. So she sent me the link. I don't have the details. I sent this to Nick. Did you have a chance to post this? Uh, not yet, but I will today. Okay. I will. It is um, the registration is by November twenty fourth, and then the shave day is December first, uh, and then the measure day is not until next year. So me- measure day is May eighteenth of twenty twenty four. But okay. I'll post all the information up on uh, the community page of the site. Cool. So a little butt plug uh, for you guys here. I thought I'd pass that along. <laughs> yep. All right. So today, November 6th, is National Nachos Day. Oh! And what's interesting, and listen, there's a national day every day for, for some type of thing. Yeah, in fact, it's annoying. But nachos, there's something rare and beautiful. Well, I thought it was fun because this story includes the it's origin yeah. of uh, nachos. So many times they don't. They just say, this is the day, deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. Mother effer. So, uh, macho man, nacho man, either one works. I'm a nacho, nacho. man. But nachos... Now you, I'm sure you already saw the story, yes, I did. Steve, but but anybody want to guess like when nachos were invented? How long Ooh, they've been around? Because I was kind of surprised. Hmm. You're surprised because it's recent, aren't you? Yeah, yes. exactly. I'm I not bet. saying anything. I'm yeah. saying I'm, gonna, I'm surprised. I'm going to go within the last uh, 35 years. Okay. I will direct you to the painting of the Last Supper. I see. There All are right. nachos on that. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm going to say 1982. Okay, Kathy. Ooh, I'm going to say 1972. 1972. I recuse myself. Okay. okay. 
1943. Oh, oh man, you well, threw us off. Threw us off. Why are you surprised <laughs> by 43? Because that's a long time. Oh, we were going the other I thought, way. No, I, th- I was same with you guys. I yeah. thought it was more recent, right. but I was surprised that it's been around since 1943, and they know exactly who invented it. A lot of times, these uh, uh, cuisines have kind of a well. We think it might have or the origin might have been here, or right. it may have been there, except for like. Um, uh, Fettuccine Alfredo, which we found out was created in Mexico, right. uh, which is crazy. But I know what but, you're talking about, about thinking about Preston, that that you're shocked about 1943, because I would have thought it was something like in the last maybe 30 like years, 40 years or something. Right, right, maybe. yeah. So that that seemed to be about right. But the 40s? Mm-hmm. By the way, I'm pretty certain that I invented... Uh, nachos and salsa. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sure you did. I remember my dad and I were, were taking a trip out west. I was 13 years old, and we were uh, we were driving through, I don't know, we might have been in Montana or somewhere like that, and we were hungry and stopped out to get something to eat, and I they had nachos there. Yeah. And I said, you know what? We'd, something would go good with this. Uh, and I found some some uh, taco sauce. Okay. Or maybe it was maybe it was salsa at the time. Well, then- but I had never had it before in my life, and I put those two things together. They weren't even next to each other. <laughs> okay. You know, I, that's great. pretty sure I invented it. Uh, listen, I, I think legally you have a case. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, God, I, I devoured that stuff too. Um, t- two things about uh, nachos and inventing things. Uh, one, nachos, like if you're doing chips and salsa, Potato chips is a really, really, really great alternative if you do not have. Uh, why are they're, you breathing they're integ- loud? Their integrity has to be firm, though, because oh, sure. because a thin potato chip can break. And their morality. Yeah, and no. I, listen, a hers plain uh, blue bag potato chip works great with salsa. The old blue bagger. Huh? The old yeah. blue bagger. Okay. Yeah, you don't want to go oh, crazy. My bags are so blue. Yeah. Uh, also, um, I invented potato chips with ketchup. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. I'd like to hear what other people have invented. Oh, what did I, may I, 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 may I add to this? Yeah. The addition of milk to cereal. You, you oh, did that. You were the first yeah. one to do that. <laughs> they no, just, like, they, just they created a whole, uh, uh, what do you call it? Now, <laughs> listen, I'm not looking for money, just acknowledgement. Just acknowledgement? Yeah, I'm not looking for money either. No. no. Just, you know, just acknowledgement. Oh, I'm looking for money, so I'm trying to All make right. something good. Just <laughs> like a 900-foot statue. So here we go. Do you, you, something else to add? Well, no, yeah, just origin? about nachos yeah. and, and when you're creating nachos at home or even if you're at a restaurant creating nachos, um, you, you really need to have a, a large surface area to disperse the nachos kind of evenly so that everything can get a decent amount of cheese. I don't know. You're talking about when they put the toppings on. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. Case, it has to be a tub in the back of a kitchen with yeah. some guy hunched over. <laughs> on the ground. No. So I know what you're saying. Sometimes it can be... It can be a stack of nachos, mm-hmm. and then all the stuff, all the love, just goes in one spot. Yeah, on agreed. The top. Agreed. If you spread them out, and yeah, a little more effort put into it. I can see that. Yeah, Pinocchio's Pizza used to do a very, very uniformed version of of nachos. It's not on their menu anymore, but and I'm I'm upset that it's not because it was the I think the best bang for your buck nacho you could get. Uh, is there any member of the show, uh, any anyone amongst us, who does not? Enjoy nachos? <sighs> Kathy. You know, okay. okay, here's... Oh, sorry, do you want to go? No, no, go ahead. Oh, here's the thing. I don't not enjoy them. However, I would never... I don't think I've ever ordered nachos on my own. It would have to be like I was with a friend who right. wanted nachos, and I was like, sure, we can do that. I, But I wouldn't order it on my own. Will you partake? Uh, yeah, yes. And like, I will. Yeah, right. But it's not to me. Like, things for me have to be worth the calories, you know? Like, uh, yeah. that to yeah, me is it. not worth the calories. I gotcha. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I've been, I've been, 
partaken upon nachos in a long time. Oh, really? Uh, it, like like a full set with you know all the stuff on top of it. I, all the it's, trimmings. It's nothing I go to. It's kind anymore. of a standard. Like when I get off of the beach and I head home, uh, I can guarantee, almost guarantee that there's either going to be nachos waiting for me on the island, or they will be in the oven. Oh, yeah. You don't, is, you don't ever have surf nachos. Okay. Never had surf nachos, but uh, no, it's a Wait, pretty standard a, thing. It's like a beach. That's like a your beach thing. That's what my my wife likes to make them, and everybody eats them. And yeah, okay. so you can pretty much guarantee that at some point on a Saturday or Sunday, there's going to be nachos on our island. <laughs> Preston, you ever go with like a sushi style nachos with um, raw tuna and uh, wasabi and um, almost like a poke? Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, uh, no, but they can be heated, sort of like a like a seared tuna. They're really good. You oh, do like okay. an ahi, uh, kind of. With, yeah, ahi. It's got fancy nacho. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, I mean, listen, I'll go, I'll go base nachos too. Yeah. The only problem, Casey, <laughs> with the spreading, and I don't disagree with you at all. But uh, the middle portion of said spread becomes challenging to your fingers. So you're going to need a fork. To get At to some the, point, I have used knife and fork on nachos. I mean, you, you don't it, have to. It's mm. too much. Right. Well, I mean, if you're sharing. Well, right. I mean, it's hard to say. You don't share. Because then you get your fingers all in uh-huh. there and everything. Yeah. Yeah. You're saying. Uh, before I give you the origin of the nachos, uh, Lisa has a uh, works on a taco truck and has uh, something oh. to share here. Hi, Lisa. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Hey, what uh, what taco truck do you work on? I work for Jeremiah's Custom Cuisine oh. out of Berlin, New Jersey. Okay, and you guys have a special dish? We do. So we so uh, our name is Custom Cuisine. So so we serve a different a uh, couple of different menus, and when we do our slider menu, um, we serve potato chip nachos. Potato oh. chip nachos. And what kind of chips yeah. do you use? Yeah, uh, well, we just use, actually, <laughs> we just use ShopRite brands. <laughs> okay, ShopRite. That's fine, but what do you, what goes on the nachos? Or on the, on the potato chips? Corn chip nachos. The cheddar cheese, peppers, huh. black beans, tomatoes, yeah. your meat choice, and then you get the sour cream and nachos, uh, uh, sour cream jalapeno. Uh, I'll bet they're very popular. They are very popular, yeah. and a few of our, a uh, few of my coworkers, they, they don't like it. You know, there's a lot of things. Fire them. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> and they don't want to serve it anymore. But I said, you know, people like it. People are ordering it. It doesn't matter that you don't like it. Totally. Yeah, if people like it, then they listen. They have what they want. There you go. That's all you need. Lise, do you ever do anything salty and sweet as far as the nacho chips are concerned? Because I saw something over the weekend that uh, intrigued me a little bit. Well, not necessarily, but a lot of our, a few of our meats are kind of on the sweet side. Sweet so, meat. <laughs> but we don't do anything like specifically. I kind of know what you're talking about. We don't, we don't right. really do anything. All okay. Right. All right. Well, thank you, Lisa. Appreciate it. All right. So what did thank you see, you Case? Guys. I love you, and I'll see you at camp out. Oh, oh we love you. Um, thank you. All right. See you there. Yes. What's the sweet thing that caught your eye? Uh, yeah. It was corn chips. It was, I mean, which, you know, the, the nacho chip and a corn chip are yeah. siblings. Um, but it was <laughs> corn chips that had, um, oh, God, what did this person do? They, they ended up uh, taking, like, some peanut butter and kind of melting that down a little bit and drizzling that all over the corn chips. And mm. then they took... Uh, chocolate did the same exact thing and melted that all over and then they kind of serve it in a yellow pillow they did not serve it in a yellow pillow what they did is uh, they they mixed it all up and I think they laid it out flat and then they stuck it in the fridge or the freezer interesting and it became a a bark of sorts okay all right you had me you didn't have me until you said put it in the freezer Mm -hmm. stick it in the fridge stick it in the fridge Uh, chicken in the bread pan uh, to quote our friend G-Love yes um (laughs) 
then I might be on board for that. Right? Because you get salty and sweet, uh, and it's more like, it, I thought I thought it was going to be served warm, and I'm like, nah. nah. It, it, that doesn't sound right. So, Preston, would you take us back to the origins of not? I would, yes. Oh. Let me, uh, do we have something? Yes, thank you. We'll go back in time. Uh, 1943. <laughs> Beloved nachos are of Mexican origin, so nothing surprising there. Right. But history tells us that a gentleman, by the way, by the name of uh, Ignacio... Ign- not... Sorry? I'm sorry, go ahead. He probably says Ignacio. Is that what you were going to say? Yeah. All right. Okay, know. Ignacio Nacho. I thought oh. it was Ignacio because his nickname is Nacho. Nacho Ignacio, yeah. yeah. Uh... Whatever the dude's name is, <laughs> created the original nachos in 1943. According to his son, Nacho was the maitre d' at El Mordeno Restaurant in Piedras Negras. Did I get that right? You, that sounds good. Okay. Don't ever correct. <laughs> <laughs> One evening after the kitchen staff had left, a group of U.S. Army wives stationed at Fort Duncan in Eagle Pass came into the restaurant. And after a long day of shopping, they were very hungry and they asked for a snack. Mm. So, uh, dude uh, toasted, prepared some tostadas cut into triangles. After topping them with shredded cheese and sliced jalapenos, he heated the dish in the oven. And they were such a hit with the Army wives that they named the snack Nachos Special. So that sounds pretty unchanged, right? Yeah. Pretty much similar to what we're eating the very day that we live in. And apparently they named it that before he even made a second batch. Hmm. So like it stuck immediately. So here he was looking to score with the military wives (laughs) and figured he'd give them something that they would like. Um... Hmm. Huh. Word of the I, new- I love that it is, it's pretty much, because things are naturally going to change over time, but that's pretty much it. Yeah, so word of the new creation quickly traveled. People from all over tried them, loved them, and over time, the name changed. Eventually, Nacho Special just became Special Nachos. Um, okay, for you guys, meat or no meat? And if you are meat, what kind of meat? Ground I, beef, chicken? Uh, I do like the meat, and I will do both ground beef and chicken. Yeah, okay. I could do any of them. Pork, even. Pork. Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. pork is very good. Pork. Actually, and I don't even like pork all that much, but I will have it on nachos. It's one of those things, case where it doesn't like. They're both good. You yeah. don't. You don't have to have what uh, are you, meat a on, on nachos. <laughs> well, I got a vegetarian in my household, so we. Oh uh, sure. Yeah, but but we do just do, put the pork in and don't tell them. No, we do the uh, Beyond Meat, so we'll do that. <laughs> we do uh, like beans ever. <laughs> How was it? You like that? Uh, no. Nick and it's I, I um I it's not like I don't like beans. Uh, I like like a bean dip on my my nachos. Oh, I do like that. I do like that. The, nachos is one of those things, and I envy you, Preston, in your uh, cooking skills. the The ability to just say a little, how about a little of this? How about a little of that? Let's mm. try this now, yeah. because I think nachos, like pizza, in many ways, can be um, sort of representative of your very representative of your personal tastes. Oh, I was gonna say I thought like I feel like I could cook nachos. <laughs> Yes, you can. Yes. For Kathy to prepare, here's how Kathy prepares. Don't brag about that. <laughs> put all the, the ingredients on a tray, trip her, and have them fly into a fire. <laughs> it's not cooking, it's heating up. It's, yes. it's, like, yeah. it's like adding already cooked ingredients uh-huh. <laughs> or already prepared. Yeah. You just put everything together. I could probably make a list of like the 10 things I can actually cook. I believe it. How no, many, sure how many repeats 10, in that list? No, yeah. I was just saying, I don't know if I could get 10, but like maybe. Yeah. What is your What is your best culinary expression? What What? What is What is your dish? That doesn't what do ex- you rock? That doesn't exist. Okay. It doesn't, there is no Gotta best. Gotta be something. Cul- um, well, you're, the one thing, you're in a pinch. Kathy's the only one who can help me. You got to make dinner tonight. 
What is it? We're all eating brownies. <laughs> yes, I'll I can, be over. I can somewhat bake. Okay. I can somewhat bake. If if I um, I want to do that cooking show. Well, that sucked with you. Keep going and let me let me think about what I can right. actually okay. put together. Because I, I would like you to prepare it for us if that wouldn't be too uh, too ridiculous I don't to think ask. About it. How often do you guys save an Instagram reel that is a, a recipe of sorts? Oh, all the time, and then all I never the, go back and, and never use go them back. Or make them. I wonder how many I have saved, Kat, yeah. because I, I do it all the time. Huh. And I've never gone back to I bet it inspires anything. you, though. Like, inspires me? Yeah, no, like, don't you think that sometimes that lives in the back of your head, and you're like, you know what, I'll try a Casey version of this down the road. Maybe. You, you guys, Nick, do you, do, do you cook at all? Yeah, yeah, but I, I'm mostly grill, and uh, we, uh, we team up well in the kitchen. Do you? Okay. Uh, I, I do not. And, and I, have, I have now and then, and I've enjoyed it. Uh, uh, um, but, yeah, you are sort of like... Uh, you know what I want to go ahead. I'll tell you what I want to try in a second. You oh no, I was just going to tell Casey. You know what I do make from the reels are the uh, specialty drinks, the cocktails. Okay, well there you go. Okay. Okay. Some of those work. Yeah. Here's the, here's the thing I want to do. Yeah. Because I've seen it. I think I've mentioned it a couple times, and it maybe something we can do on air <laughs> is to get the uh, the chocolate chip cookie um, roll. Oh, you want and, to do the, yeah and make the waffles. The waffle oh. with the chocolate chip cookie. I like the waffle. bowl. I just right? saved the chocolate chip cookie, that- cookie bowl yesterday where you take a muffin pan and you flip it upside down and then you put the cookie dough around it and it creates a bowl that you could put your ice cream in. You know, I, I have to say I feel I feel pressed. I feel kind of dirty. Kind of dirty getting this deep into food and it's not the I know, but it's Monday. Okay. We, we've got till we we got a, a nice uh, spread. But Steve, remember you bought that uh, Wolfgang Puck series of, uh, of of teaching, and I videos. enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I enjoyed the series. And Anything he, stick? The the um, the the eggs Benedict. Okay, yes. So uh, uh, and I, I've done some cooking in my life. I just don't. I don't. I think it. it <laughs> I talk a good game, but I never get around to it. I made uh, yeah. banana bread last week, and uh, the reason that I did it was that I had uh, four bananas that had gone a little too brown. Uh, that's too many bananas for banana bread, <laughs> I learned, because it makes the uh, the banana bread... Uh, it was banana mix. pudding, wasn't well, it? Well, it's Steve. Yeah. I put it in the oven, and it kept not cooking, and it <laughs> kept not cooking, and it, like, it ended up, the center of it was just pure pudding at that point. It, was, I got, I have the image, it tasted good. Justin, I have the image of Nick, and like there's flames on bananas, you know, through the window, and then... You had to use a spoon to like dig, and then like it cooked on the top and sort of the outsides, but the middle was pretty liquid. Yeah. I mean, the key to cooking you just got to keep doing it yeah that's where i fall down you fail and then you then you go back and you try it again right. you try it again and try it again and eventually figure out things that you can do i fail and then go this isn't worth it kathy has the uh uh she has the the spatula in one hand and the cell phone would dialed up to redstone in the other <laughs> uh, i have uh scott who wants to mention something about nachos hi scott good morning good morning preston steve scott! <laughs> good morning, scott. Hi, what's up buddy Hey, I I lived in San Diego for about 22 years, and I got a great recipe for nachos. All right. Uh, super nachos. It's got grilled carne asada cut, in, cut up into small pieces, sour cream, guacamole, of course, uh, cheese, and you can put, you know, like salsa, tomatoes, onions on it, and, man, it's a meal. What's, uh, I, car- what's carne asada? Steak. Mexican oh, steak. steak, Mexican steak. Okay, that steak filled really nice, and uh, man, it's a it's a meal. 
All right. Sounds like it. You're going to want to use there. a spoon, though. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Scott. Appreciate oh, it, buddy. Carne is grilled and sliced beef, usually Yum. skirt steak, which I do. Cut. I don't like a lot of steak, but I do like skirt steak. Okay. Oh, I love that. Interesting. Here, Haley has a comment on her <laughs> turn on nachos. Yeah. Why don't you slip that skirt steak off? <laughs> Haley, good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up? <laughs> um, you were talking about the potato chips that fall apart, and I find the kettle brand ones, those work really well for making nachos. They're yeah, crisper. and they, they, yeah. they're a little more sturdy. Yeah, yeah like um, if you want to get the barbecue ones and put some pulled pork on it, some barbecue sauce, uh, yeah. you could top it with some cheddar cheese, uh, add the <laughs> green onions. Yeah, Nick oh, is firm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> Keep going. Oh, Talk slower. I'm actually, I'm actually feeling pumping in my pants. <laughs> By the way, thank you, Haley. Hers, you so it came up. Hers kettle co- chips are my favorite. That would probably be the um, that'd be the one I'd go with. You know, was... of all the things that I love, I'm I'm just not sold on the potato chips as a substitute for nachos. No, it, 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 the perfect alternative, the perfect marriage yes. is nacho chips. Yeah. Do yeah. you use the scooping nacho chips? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. they're oh, the yeah. best. They yeah, and I sometimes feel. A little cheap when I do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're selling out a little bit. Selling out yeah. a little bit. It, they're just not. It'd be like eating. They're not earthborn <laughs> nachos. It would be you know like, what I mean? You're saying it'd be like grown. eating Chinese with a fork. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's just something. Right. I mean, they, you know. Right. Uh, I know what you're saying. Something random those. about the other one. But after a while, when you're yeah. not able to scoop all that you want in it. No, I like it, and I will use yeah. them, but I do feel. A like little, a whore? Yeah, like really? a little bit of like a whore. Liar whore. Uh, yeah. Liar whore, liar yeah. whore. But not you, Case? No. Not, not even a little bit. Are those the ones that you... Liar whore, liar whore, and you know it. They're your go-to, the scoops? Um. Well, no, if I want to be efficient, yeah. I mean, my, my favorite as far as taste and texture concern is restaurant-style chips. Mm. Uh, and I do think, uh, listen, Tostitos is like the big name, but I think hers, restaurant-style chips, uh, tortilla chips, are, are the best. I think I would agree. Yeah. I, absolutely. Okay. All right. You know what I don't like about the uh, the scooped chips is that they're too salty. I don't think that they. I, I don't like salty tortilla chips because I feel like <laughs> the salsa you, is salty enough. Do you know what I feel like a complete loser, and it's quite often that I feel like a complete loser when I will just eat the scoopable by themselves. No, that's fine. Really, I'll tortilla chips—that's the great thing about tortilla chips. You don't have to dip them. You I can just, eat them by themselves. I feel themselves. like it's—it's it's like it pressing for you would be like halfway to a golf stroke. Steve, they went to the trouble to make it for you actually to scoop something with this very that's particular what I'm chip. I know, right, yeah, right. and therefore you're I'm like, here I am. It. I'm wasting it. How many countries do not even benefit from scoopable chips? And here I am <laughs> in this. First world situation, <laughs> throwing my vast wealth around, <laughs> eating scoopable chips. You're kind of showing off. Yeah. yeah. And then I are, the scoop- to- are the scoopables more expensive than the standard oh, ones? No, no, Because no, the no, production no. process is probably a little bit. You know what I'll do sometimes, Preston? I will eat those scoopable chips without using them for, for anything. I'll hop into my Lambo and wipe my greasy fingers on the upholstery. <laughs> so, Nick, a uh, question for you. Yeah. Um, you have this salsa, and you can't wait to eat it, right? Uh-huh. And you're so excited. And you're chubbing out big time. You, you grab your nacho, or, or you grab the salsa out of the fridge. Yes. Because it's fresh, and you can't, yeah. you know, you just put it in the you pantry. You dummy. Right. And you grab it, and then you open the pantry to get your, your nacho chips. Right. And you don't have any tortilla chips, and all you have are potato, potato chips. Is, uh, do okay. you do it? And you're not going anywhere to go. You're, right. just, you're at home. Yeah, uh, the, first, the first thing I do is uh, do I use a regular spoon or a big spoon to scoop it out? Because I will I will <laughs> drink that salsa like it's ice cream. You will eat it as just 
by itself. Yeah, I guess, Casey, if I'm forced to, you know what I'd rather do? Oh, man. If you're, if I'm going to be perfectly honest about this, I'm going to, I'm no, I'm not going to go potato chips. I'm going to go like bread or crackers. Fritos? Uh, nope. I'll do, uh, yeah, like a, a, a water cracker. <laughs> uh, you know what's a great uh, alternative? All you have are potato chips in my scenario. <laughs> what about pretzel crisps? <laughs> oh, my God. Delightful. Yeah. Yes. yes. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm sticking to this, Casey. It I don't think like, I'm not going like, to default to the uh, potato chips. What about Just to appease you? Over there, what about like after eight dinner mints? Are last on the list for them. They are, okay. yeah. Um, Don't eat right. thins. So when you go, oh my god, <laughs> you're so weird. Um, <laughs> you go to weird. You go to Chipotle. Casey's gonna cut her later. Diane, you gotta hear this. <laughs> He went with wheat thins over Stone potato wheat. chips. Stone wheat thins, not regular wheat thins. I'm not um, an animal. So at Chipotle, uh, every now and then you get those those chips, and you, you got uh, the regular chip, which which is great, and then you get the one chip that has all the salt on it. Yeah. Uh, and then you get another chip that is way too uh, stale, and then right. you have another chip that is not cooked enough, that is almost like still like. Yeah. Wet, almost. Yeah. <laughs> that is uh, a little, like, rare. <laughs> rare. It's a little rare. It's like... <laughs> um, I have... Uh, there is a place for each and every one of those chips that you mentioned. Hang on a second here. I've not heard of this. I'm going to go to Ashley. Hi, Ashley. You're on the air. Good morning. Go birds. Go, go birds. birds. What's up, Ash? So, um, when you guys were talking about nachos and Casey was talking about it being like a vacation staple, um, we do family vacation every year. There's 18 of us. And this yeah. last year, um, we always do Taco Tuesday. So we had all these leftovers from the taco night. And my niece had seen on Instagram that you can do tabletop nachos. So you just take parchment paper. We cover the entire island uh, up. And you okay. dump the bag of nachos, put your toppings on it. Um, but we also got like a little weird with it, with leftovers for got, the smaller kids. You got kinky, didn't you? A little bit, but it was, we had leftover baked beans, <sighs> cheddar cheese, and chicken nuggets, so we just warmed it up and put it on nachos, and all the younger kids ate all of it. Uh, we were looking at something that approximates a photo that Connor pulled up that approximates what I think you're talking about. It, yeah. it looks pretty damn good. There's a variety of foods that, that you can do yeah. tabletop, which is pretty cool. You know what I like to try sometime is a tabletop chowder. Tater top. <laughs> no, tabletop <laughs> chowder. Yeah. yeah, It'll run. Yeah, sure. It'll right? run. A little. Yeah. But, you know, you can make do. Sour cream or no sour cream on your nachos? Oh, uh, loads of sour, sour cream. cream. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not even a massive cream. sour cream fan, but I think you have to have it. Thanks, uh, Ashley. Of that sort of gluttonous sort of trough eating yes. food, yeah. is nachos the king of that? Or, or is there something that exceeds that? Wow. Probably. Do you know what I'm talking about? You just yeah. reckless abandon. Yeah, where everybody, it's just, it's, <laughs> you a, just dive it's in. a pile of stuff and there's no clear cut uh, portions. Right. You just have at it. That's a good question. Yeah. I would think probably. For Carter's birthday, they brought out um, those, the seafood tower. Oh, the towers. tower, the seafood tower. But That was pretty damn good. That's a little bit. I think it's a little bit different. I think you might be right, Steve, as far as... I, and I like that that term, trough food. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Because you could. You could is fill there, up a trough. And just eat there, with hands-free. Is yeah. there any other trough food out I don't... Nothing that I think comes close to nachos, right? I'm like, so now... I mean, if you talk a nacho... The, the, the classic... Loaded fries and stuff like fries, that Loaded fries, potato skins. Okay. Yeah, sexy fries. Right. I had some over the weekend. Uh, hang on, Marissa's uh, got a point to make. There is a restaurant near me called Butcher Bar, and they sell a trough. Oh. So it's for the table. 
It's like for six to eight people, and it's filled with burgers and steaks, and it's like it has fries on the bottom to like sop up all the stuff. That, we're really looking great. at a picture of that. That's crazy. We'll hang out there, and like uh, every like once a year, you'll see the Eagles O line coming from the back. What room the hell are you eating in this? <laughs> they have a really good mac and cheese, and right. a, uh, Steve, you would love this. They have a veggie meatball. Oh, nice! Interesting. How much does the trough cost? I think it might be like a hundred and eighty dollars. Okay. So. I'm, I'm you're sitting totally with a few people, that, that makes up, sense. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I think if you order ahead, you can do a bar trough, too. They'll just bring you a small one for two. Is it a meatball? What's a bar, hang on, what's a bar trough? Like, if you're sitting at the oh, bar. Oh, same thing, but just yeah. for two. So it's like a, a cheese okay. board-sized trough. Gotcha. Is or it a meatball, though, if it's not meat? Well, they say, like, impossible <laughs> meat and stuff like that, so yeah. I guess you could apply it, okay. you know, but technically, no. All right, interesting. Well, this all got started with the, uh, the invention of nachos. Well, it being nacho day. And as always... I'm now ravenously hungry for nachos. Looks like it's nacho day, man. It's nacho day. Uh, November 6th is National Nachos Day, and apparently it was created by, uh, how do you pronounce the guy's first name? I would say Ignacio. Ignacio Nacho uh, Anaya. Ignacio, not Ignacio, sorry. Ignacio Nacho Anaya was his name, so his nickname was Nacho, and he's the guy that came up with it in 1943. Quick question, I know we're wrapping it up. Do, Do they retain any of the... You know, it's like with Taco Tuesday. Do they retain any of the well, rights to... Nick, you pulled up the information about him. Does it say anything about ownership or... I think he got screwed. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Casey, wasn't there a, a character on Better Call Saul named Nacho? Yep. And I think his Nacho first name... Nacho Varga? Yeah, I think his first name was actually Ignacio. And that's... Mm. So the nickname for Ignacio is Nacho. Okay. Mm. Fair enough. You got it. There you go. Nice. Uh, so happy Nacho Day, everyone. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. We will come back in a moment. We still have more information uh, concerning uh, Camp Out for Hunger, things that you may not be aware of. Uh, the Philatrunk event yes. is coming up this weekend, and it's a biggie. So our buddy Jeff Walton, who is uh, the uh, the brains and uh, operation behind that whole thing, is going to give us the details. We'll come back in just a moment, so make sure that you stay with us. The MMR app can't remember your Wawa order, but it can pair with your Bluetooth or Apple or Android car system, streaming us right into your speakers. Oh, and if you could grab us a meatball shorty and an iced tea, that'd be great. Thanks. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I hate Steven Singer guy. Why do other jewelers hate me? I'm a nice guy. Because other jewelers just want to throw up when you ask, can I trade in my old diamond studs? Why? I guess it's because they're in the business of selling. I'm in the love business. I love to see my friends come back and trade in their old diamond studs. It's true. You can start with any size and upgrade them for a bigger pair anytime you want. Get exactly what you paid. Not only do other jewelers not want you to trade in your diamond studs, but even if they do, they don't give you back what you paid. Why are their diamonds worth less? Oops. Come see me, the real Steven Singer, a real jeweler, whose diamonds are always worth what you pay. Visit me at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. By phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. 
Oh, by the way, these stunning Anita diamond stud earrings are always 100% eye flawless, near colorless, brilliant cut diamonds, magnificent and bright white, topped off with my 14 karat safety silicone backs. I hate stevensinger.com. One place, one price. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, real quick, uh, shout out. Like I said, I'm trying to spread these out a little bit. So this was from Hannah Phillips, and she wrote uh, she wanted a, a shout out for Chris Grubb. By the way, he works at a winery. He said, uh, AKA Grubb, my loving boyfriend, shout out to your hard work this harvest season. Mm. She said, I'm tremendously proud of you. You've come so far to make this success even sweeter or drier, however the wine turns out. <laughs> and you have a great work ethic and can achieve anything. Keep it up. Keep that Grubb's grape spirit up. Up, she says, or shard out uh, to him because I guess, yeah, if you work in any type of farming industry, yeah, yeah, when it's time to uh, reap the harvest, it's got to be quite a bit busy. Yeah, time. so I guess he's been working really hard. And Grub is a, is a pretty uh, fun name to have. Grub, the grubber. Yeah, yeah. Grub is like um, like worms, right? Yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. Or exactly. Maggots. Grubs. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. Change bugs. Change bugs. A lot of people don't know yeah. what that is. Yeah, yeah. Macadamia. Manganese. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. All right, um, so we talked about the Camp Out for Hunger and all the really cool things that are coming up concerning that. You know, we added a drone show on Monday night to uh, food trucks and fireworks. But another event that is directly tied in to Camp Out for Hunger is continuing to grow. And to give you a little bit of history on this, for years we would encourage uh, car clubs. Actually, car clubs started showing up yes. yeah. uh, yep. at yep. Camp Out for Hunger. And we're like, well, we should kind of stimulate that and throw the word out that we want to get more car clubs involved. And then, uh, of course, you remember the, the famous uh, Jeep group getting involved. Yeah. Well, then the Porsche uh, group got on board. Maybe it was before. I'm not really sure, but we'll find out because we got the president of the Philadelphia uh, Porsche Club here with us. And uh, they started coming down, and it was getting so big uh, that it was difficult to accommodate at the actual camp out for hunger. It was flat out impossible because of the efforts of the gentleman we're about to speak uh, with. Uh, it became so huge that it needed its, its own day. Yes, that's so why this happened. That's what ended up happening. So this Sunday is the Philatrunk event, a literal food drive that is taking place, and it will be uh, at Xfinity Live. Please welcome our friend Jeffrey Walton. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Appreciate hey, it. Good to see you. All right, did I get that right? President of the local uh, Porsche, Porsche Club. Club. Yeah, yes. Reason Toter is the name. Reason Toter. Toter. I knew it was something I yeah. couldn't remember <laughs> or pronounce or something like that. So, yeah, you, you started out. I remember the, the first time you reached out to me. You're like, hey, we're going to be meeting in King of Prussia. We're going to drive down there all together. That's correct. You guys came down. And then, you know, the first year, and it just was already big enough, but it kept getting bigger and bigger. And right. It was, it was a Phil Frunk event. That's correct. We did that. Uh, that was 10 years ago, our first one. Wow. And now we're fifth year in Phil Trunk for all the car clubs. And, and by the way, they, in the past two years alone, have collected over 300,000 pounds of food. Wow. That's astonishing. Wow. I mean, if you think about, and what would happen, Preston, you know we'd be there. We'd be uh, in the earlier days when you guys were showing up and like... <laughs> I, I, no one's going to be able to get into the lot. Right. It, it'd be, it'd be, it seemed like hours of vehicles pulling in. And I think that's when you had the notion, 
maybe we need to rethink that, this. That, that and uh, the Sixers game canceled that one night. We came right. down yeah, in, in the rain. Oh, it yeah. was crazy. Yep. And so we're coming off of Broad Street, South Broad Street, I mean, on off of 95. And we had, you know, 200 cars in tow. And now we're fighting uh, the Sixers <laughs> game coming out. 8,000 cars. I'll and never it just, forget it. It was just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That was the night that the that the, the hardwood, the floor, yeah. got wet. wet. Yeah. Was, there was moisture yeah. in the building and they couldn't play. We had a shoot around earlier that day. Oh. Like, Is this our fault? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wow. so I, after that I said, no, we got to come down. And so I had a meeting with you guys and then we said, hey, let's do a kickoff event for and so we invited all the car clubs now. So all obviously, right. we. So I, I was to the first, I think I, I dropped by the second, I'm not sure, but I can tell you this, uh, it was huge what you had going back then, yeah. but this eclipses it. What's coming up? Yeah, this this is uh, it's going to be a lot bigger. I just want to give a couple shout outs to Wells Fargo Center, like Mike and Blake over there, the uh, senior VPs, let us use their lot. And so we have all the car clubs, probably like twenty seven car clubs in in the in Delaware Valley. Then we have. Uh, Mainline Cars and Coffee is joining us. You know? Wow. Because we, we always say, hey, spectators, come on down. Well, if you add the word coffee in back of cars, I don't <laughs> yeah. know what happens, but everybody just comes out of the woodwork. And a friend of mine, uh, Brett Mesro, he does the Mainline Cars and Coffee. And I said, hey, why don't you guys come down instead of uh, Delaware Community College, come down to Xfinity Live. And he's like, okay. And they bring a lot of cars. I mean, you'll see Ferraris, Lamborghinis, all kinds of wild If you go to the car stuff. show, if you're the kind of person who goes to the car show because yep. you, you just love to check got vehicles this i mean this is a competitor you're seeing a, you're going to see a whole array of vehicles yes uh, it, it is a tremendous amount and and the owners proudly displaying their vehicles that's correct and and what else can people expect uh well we have uh, a couple food trucks coffee trucks down there uh we have mr uh, mike on the box with uh chris and kalina holt they're going to be on top of cool. the box truck yeah. performing which is kind of cool and then we have a uh, mini autocross you can take uh, uh we have cones marked out in the h lot and you can take your car around the cones for fun laps. They're, they're going to be like 5 or $10 for a lap. Nice. And that all goes towards fill abundance as well. And those are timed laps? Yeah, yeah they're timed laps. Yep. So people wow. can haul ass while they're so, doing Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. So if you That's want. Awesome. If you want. Yeah, you can have as many cones as you want. And, uh, it's <laughs> no, a lot no. of fun. It's a, it's a ton of fun. And, <laughs> yeah, and, and the way you guys have it set up is great. And again, remember, they're, everyone's br- bringing down food, obviously. As That's that, that number indicated. So when does that sort of parade well, we, we start, the gates open at 7.30 for cars and coffee. A.M. A.M., right. Mm-hmm. And it'll go to about 1, 1.30. Um, most of the car clubs will be in the lot by 9 o'clock. 10 o'clock, we start unloading cars, uh, unloading for Phil Wendland, So Yeah. And right. then Faulkner comes down. They're the first. Uh, the Faulkner Auto Group is uh, our big sponsor. Yeah. And they're the first ones to go. And then the Porsche Club will follow. Excellent. Yeah. Clubs. I, I saw these other Porsche Club must. Mustang Club, Mopar Muscle, the Teslas, Corvette Clubs, the Blacktop Villains. Yes, they're what are, awesome. What are, what are they? Uh, they're the Rat Rods. You oh. Know, really, really cool. Oh, that's wild. They're, yeah. Are they, are they bad guys? They sound like bad guys. <laughs> no, they're not. Yeah. yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you have Mini Coopers, Audi, Jeep Clubs, and uh, and everything else in between. Yep. 
Uh, that's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Any idea how many cars you might see swing through there, Jeff? Um, no. I mean, we had about 800 to 1,000 cars last year just in the clubs. 800 to 1,000. And then you, <laughs> you put mainline cars and coffee on top yeah. of that. So we're going to probably 3,000 cars. What? Maybe. Yeah. So, again, and then we're going to have raffles God. and 50-50s down there. So. If you're remotely a car fan, because right. I, I was It's going to be probably away. the biggest in the area. I remember you had, when I was down there, what did you have? You had the, uh, it was it was like a, like a million dollar car. Yeah. Uh, it was like a, I forget which one it was. It was one of the uh, was it McLarens. G- it might have been a McLaren. Yeah. yeah there were, and it was just, I mean, amazing. one I think. Yeah. 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 It's good. It's, it's good. It's, it's going to be really cool. I cool. mean, just come on down. Yeah. Come on down and, and uh, yeah. can people, if, if people aren't in a car club and they want to donate some food through yep. you guys, they can do that too. They do. We have uh, collection boxes set up as well down nice. there and just come through and, uh, you know, participate. It's Obviously, we, we want people, that we want to encourage people to come down for the event while we're broadcasting live, but if for some reason you can't make it, if it's inconvenient next week, or if you want to just double up and do a bunch of stuff, you can go down exactly. for the uh, fill right. a trunk event as well and donate then, uh, or come and see us at the campout or do both. Which you, is be you, you raise a good point, Preston, with that because people are saying it, it, it's not a one and done deal. If you yeah. come down and you want to go to that, or you want to come, yeah. you want to come during the morning. Obviously, we're doing the big show during the morning, but throughout the day, come back. That's the whole nature of the campout during COVID and everything. It kind of got dismantled a bit. And we had to go bare bones right but that is uh, the way it works and whether you're making the donation which we love at acme or you're making the donation at the uh fill a trunk event or you actually bring physical food down to the camp out site which is still a thing yes and still you know very much wanted uh it, it you can experience this as much as you want and keep coming back as much as you want this is just a great kickoff though right thank it's you and, and it's uh it's a little earlier this year uh, i guess you know seven seven thirty in the morning to about one because we have to get out and schedule because there is a Sixers game that night. Yeah. So still, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's no okay. problem. No problem. We'll, I mean, we stopped unloading cars last year about one forty-five, and the, the people at Phil Abundance, the volunteers, were awesome. For that coffee will come in. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's this Sunday. And by the way, the details at fillatrunk.com and Phila is spelled with a ph. Fillatrunk.com, or you can go to wmmr.com or PrestonSteve.com. We'll have that information there. But that is this Sunday, uh, seven thirty a.m. till about one thirty or so. Make sure you stop by. Jeff, you guys are amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate yeah, it, guys. Thank you for all the Thank you. You're a hero, man. Jeffrey Walton. Yeah. And uh, it's just, it just keeps growing. It just keeps getting bigger and bigger. That's only like 3,000 cars. Chris, I remember the look. Jeff's just talking about it. That night, <laughs> we were looking at each other like, I don't know what the hell we're going to do. Uh-huh. Because also, we're keeping an eye on the clock, and we have we want to get sleep, you know? Yes. And it's like, this is going to go on forever. Yeah, seeing that, that line of cars show up uh, was pretty damn cool. But then yeah. it was also like, oh, wow, okay. <laughs> We're not we're not equipped to handle this, but uh, so so Jeff came up with the idea. Yeah, excellent, and, uh, and decided to move that on to uh, a whole separate thing, which is fantastic. So, um, I did see this story that I thought was worth passing along. If we have a moment to talk about something before we take a break, Jesus. totally Presbo. Oh, we're gonna go. Oh, 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 I, I don't know. I, the Casey play. Totally Presbo. Yes. I don't we're just playing Russian, but it's totally Presbo. A young doctor says, and we've heard this before, but they go into some more details, uh, that oral sex is a greater risk factor than smoking in the development of throat cancer. Well, the truth of the matter is, when you line up a vagina, (laughs) certain 
carcinogens are emitted. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Are they saying it's equal? Like for the re- is it equal for the recipient? Meaning like for no. the, the administer? The, yeah. Like of. is it the the, the, the person? Fem- no. The, you the, lay back and enjoy it. They're yeah. doing all the work. <laughs> the person who goes like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's dangerous. They're at for risk. Okay. Yeah. And it, this but is this is actually this is a lot more. Um, I think blown up that it should be. <laughs> I was about to say accurately what it was, but we want to dissuade people from paying attention to the actual facts. But yeah, it, it can be really bad. I mean, you there, you know, there are issues that can arise is, from. Is the legitimacy to Michael Douglas getting oral cancer? Yes, yes, yes. 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 It's like yes. HPV stuff. This Very is. much. Yes. Yeah. All right, that's what okay. I thought. And In fact, he, I have a quote from him in this particular oh. uh, story. <laughs> no, he said, "In um, actor Michael Douglas told the Guardian back in 2013 that oral sex was the cause of throat cancer." that he, he had. He said without mm. wanting, and he does get specific, he says, yeah. without wanting to get too specific, this particular cancer is caused by HPV, which actually comes about from cunnilingus, he said. Okay. Yes. He stated that's exactly his, his quote. Uh, his cousin. No, his cunnilingus is uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. cunning linguist. So, the common cunning linguist. Dad, can I talk to you for a minute? Um, so, Dr. <laughs> Daria Sadovskaya. Mm-hmm. Uh, made the declaration in a viral TikTok video, uh, and despite the American Cancer Society citing tobacco use as the number one risk factor for the illness known as uh, oral fen- uh, pharyngeal cancer. Yeah. So, so let's say you're you're a ten badge a day guy. Yeah. And oh. and <laughs> wow, how can you even do that? Yeah, you're looking to cut down. <laughs> it <was> time. <laughs> You should probably quit. Yeah. 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 Point, I know that cutting down yeah. seems like the Cold right bang. thing. But Cold yeah. turkey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wait, where are we going with this conversation? Do we uh, cancer or oral cancer? Kathy was going to make us brownies. All right. What? I'm going to give you more on the details of why this is bad well, for you. Well, the reason, uh, I got to be careful when I say this, but I, I know a guy uh, and he would cross the finish line when he would do that for a woman. I remember you saying wow. this before. Yeah. yeah. And it was, uh, oh, oh, interesting. Good yeah. for him. That's like a, yeah. Parlor, yeah. That's like a parlor trick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Watch this. <laughs> He's a hockey player. No hands. Really? Yeah. Like a famous hockey player? Yeah, yeah. Mm. No. So, so that would do that would turn him on so much. So that much he himself. Is his first name Bernie? It is no <laughs> Dude. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I it's no, to it's the damnedest thing, the damnedest <laughs> thing I ever talked. <laughs> uh, for the record, no, no, no it's not, Bernie okay. not Bernie Perron. Not Bernie no. Perron. No. No. Okay, I think uh, Preston has a connection to him. Though. There is a, to the point that you're <laughs> really. Yeah. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Huh. Okay. I don't where, understand where did you hear about this? Uh, uh, I know he was somebody, the recipient. <laughs> no, no, no. I know somebody who was the recipient. Oh, and yeah. uh, wow. she was in the catalog. <laughs> the catalog. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, it all comes together. Remember uh, that? Nice here. Yeah. It's yeah. quite interesting. Now it is. Uh, I, I I have to say that when the when the other person okay. does reach that point, it is very very hot. Right. Yeah. For sure, but not enough to. Mm. So. With, with all this press, finished with, but yeah. do yeah. they? Because this is this is true. This, this can cause these these issues. HPV. Is, is there a way to um, for one? I mean, shy of dental dams and things of that nature. No, to, that's to pretty, mitigate. No, that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. So the American Cancer Society does cite oral sex as one potential cause of throat cancer, given that the human uh, papilloma virus, commonly known as HPV, can be transmitted during the act. How many H- times do you hear that and think you're running from the bulls? HPV. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, is the most common. 
woman sexually transmitted infection with an estimated 13 million new cases in the U.S. each year. While HPV usually goes away on its own within two years, most people oh, don't realize. Does? I yeah. didn't realize that. Uh, most people don't realize that they have it, uh, meaning that they can unwittingly spread the disease. Mm. Just one. So here's you know besides uh, yellow pillows is probably where Dr. Mike could really uh, help. But the the um, is there a, a test? One I assume one can test to see if they have it. HPV, correct? right? Yeah, yeah. And by the way, well, the hotline's ringing, so it's probably him. No, HPV. By the way, uh, or it might be Eric Lasalle. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he was on ER. He, he yeah. was on ER. Yeah, he would know. Yeah. Uh, no, all right, Dr. Mike. Oh, my God, it's Eric LaSalle, everybody. <laughs> he, when we were in commercial break, he called. We were supposed to interview him, and there was a, a mess up at the time. So we didn't get a chance to talk to him. All right, let, uh, Dr. Mike Sirigliano, his second Yay! call of the day. Wow. Hi, Dr. Mike. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> You can't get rid of us. Uh, stained pillows to uh, throat cancer. I, yeah. I'm going to jump right in with a question right off the bat here. And HPV and all that stuff. Can you, can if if you're if the two of you are, uh, let's say you've been married for a long time, you know, right. like 25 years, yeah. right? Um, and you have been completely faithful to each other. Right. Do you ever have to worry about this type of thing, or is this 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 goes from one person to another? You know what I mean? Well. So it, 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 the fact is that that many people have um, uh, done the nasty, shall we say? Yes, okay. medically okay. speaking. Before, before marriage. Yes. Right? Yeah. Right. And you're so, saying got some stinky on their hang down. So uh, back in the day, like in our era, uh, uh, you know, the, the, there was uh, a, a uh, get-togethers get would occur. Now, right. Uh, now we have a vaccine that is recommended, and both of my kids have got it uh, for protection against HPV. And and the reason you get it early on is that you want to try to get that on board before you become sexually active. Okay. Right? Now, that doesn't mean that later on in life it, there's some theoretical benefits to maybe getting it if you never got it. That That's all prevention. But to answer your specific question, the likelihood is, is that maybe you were exposed in the past, and even though you have been completely monogamous uh, and, and not dallied, uh, it, it is possible that the virus is in you and in men. It loves the 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 tonsillar area okay. and that can lead down the road uh to cancer okay so so uh, then for clarity on this um uh, this the the two ways we can have this um is are, are men more at risk or women more at risk well, women tend to get it in the cervical area, the cervix. They okay. get a risk of cervical cancer. That's why we do pap smears and, and, and all of that stuff to monitor. And, and again, I can't emphasize how important it is for your kids to get vaccinated for HPV, boys and girls. Okay. Because with men, it's throat cancer, right. uh, and, and women uh, tend to get it in the cervical area. In the all cervix. right. Okay. So things could have been lingering for a long time, like decades? Yes. Wow. And, and I've had heated, wild conversations uh, because I'm, in many cases, the family doctor where, uh, look, it, it's not like somebody did something. It, 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 this is, this oh. is back. Well, they're so going to feel like it's cheating. 
Right. Right. Okay. And, and so, and, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So that that's so if uh, if you have a partner that that has it or documented HPV, then um, you know if you're the guy, you, you need to think about um, you know what you're doing. Yeah. And. and uh, what can I tell you? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's got his grace I mean, anatomy that, out. That's I don't like, want to be uh, anybody's Oppenheimer, and I don't mean the the retirement. I mean the right, right. I yeah. mean the destroyer of worlds. Here, right, but right. But Doctor Mike, to, men and women are not um, tested for it. Then it, it's other things that pop up that would then lead when, you to find out that's what are you have. Tested for it with Pap smears right. for um, HPV. Uh, it, it's not commonplace for men to be tested. All right. So, okay. is does there exist? Uh, there, so, obviously, there exists some form of test that a man could take. We're one interested in determining that, right? I think you can do it, but it's complicated. And and I, I again, I'm, I'm uh, I, I it's not part of routine screening in men. It certainly is in women. But again, the the key here, uh, and, and again, you know, limiting sexual partners, number of sexual partners. I think that your risk goes up uh, after two. And and I must say, even I um, <laughs> reach that risk factor. But, wow. Uh, so, Mike, we've been looking for our Neil Med. Let's. Uh, why don't we invent something and then <laughs> we get the patent for the male test and 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 do it because right now it's since the focus seems to be on. Um, on the, the the female testing. Well, right, the, 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 and let me be clear: there is a test that exists, but it's not something that we routinely do. I got uh, you. In, in men, All now, right. if you're a guy out there, these are the things you need to think about. If you have swelling in your neck, if you feel a lump in your neck, um, you you want to make sure and get it checked out. Uh, the, 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 a couple of times in my older folks, I was doing what's called a carotid ultrasound, looking at their carotids and we noted that there was a, uh, a a tumor in there so look you have to listen to your body and if you feel something there uh, uh, you, you you need to deal with it especially um, uh, you know in someone who has history of smoking and heavy drinking and sure, stuff like that sure. but but this is HPV related so, cancer. so to the person who feels you're ringing down the curtain on on how they express themselves physically what what can you say to them uh, limit your numbers of partners and what I would recommend is that uh, I mean there are barrier methods that yeah. are uh, available welding it, masks that's important <laughs> and um, look you know we all have to live our life that, yeah. that's the bottom line mm. I, 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 well, right. always salient good advice from Dr. Mike. And any yeah. other pressing uh, medical issues uh, that you well, want to touch on? I don't on? want to have to call a third time. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, Dallas Goddard. Uh, uh, Mike, I, is, I, Mike uh, what, you know. what's the risk of having sex with a yellow pillow? <laughs> 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 Uh, oh my God! No, right. Stop it! <laughs> Hang up before you get fired. Yeah, no, 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 he's you. he's the loose cannon at Penn. We love right. you. Love you, Doctor Mike. Love we'll you. see you later, Doctor Mike Brigliano. His second call for the day. How many patients today? <laughs> I don't know. He was on vacation last oh, week. I, or at least I think it was because uh, Parker needed to go see him because uh, uh, Parker was having a, a, a hearing issue. He was having something wrong, and, and uh, so they ended up uh, do, flushing his ears out. And, yeah, and that was the problem. And it ended up being okay. Was he and, sick beforehand? Uh, no, but he was having an ear ache, like like pain and 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 uh, and not being able to hear very well. So they went and they did the thing where they flush his ears out. And Rochelle came home because she went with him. Yeah. He wanted to stop down there too, uh, with a with a home 
ear flushing kit. Wow. And so I used that this weekend. How'd you like it? Uh, it's weird. Yeah. I, I've had it done at the doctor before, but it was over 10 years ago. I, I've probably. used one of these kits. Um, and it's so I have, uh, I have hearing issues. My, my, you know, I've, tinnitus and my hearing is very sensitive so it kind of hurt uh, a little bit because it's so loud um, and no big chunks or anything came out so mm. I have pretty clean ears. Nice. I'm glad I did it though. Nice. Mm. Okay so that's the, the, because we just talked about this right yeah. and and I thought that that you guys said that it wasn't like it was kind of a scam that was like at home kits. No no uh, no no, like no, no, no. if you use the, the solution and you use oh. it's kind of a, a kind of a bulb and, and um, no Kath I was talking about the ear Candles. The candle, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Okay. this thing's uh, like a squirt gun, Steve. Got it. Oh, I've not seen that. Yeah, no. so you mine was more, more like a bulb. <laughs> and, yeah, and um, and it sounds like you know you're in the middle of a tidal wave or I something. T- when I had it done years ago, and I had the same sort of thing, probably Carter had. Um, when you when it is cleaned out, there is a release. It's like I can hear. Oh yeah, I can hear the flutter of a hummingbird. Oh yeah, like it was yeah. instantaneous. He, yeah, he yeah, felt yeah. much better afterwards. I was hanging out with my parents this weekend, and my mom. Uh, we went to uh, lunch yesterday, and my mom was saying that um, she felt like she's been on an airplane for a week. Like, she can't hear anything out of her ears right now. And so I'm wondering if this, like, and she had a throat infection two or three weeks ago. So I'm wondering if this might might help. It might be an errant raisin. Oh. (laughs) I almost almost called you last night, Steve. (laughs) (laughs) My mom made dinner last night. No, no, no. Her best raisin meatballs. God bless her. There was uh, Italian sausage, sweet sausage, uh, meatballs with raisins, meatballs without raisins. Wow. Spaghetti for the boys. Spaghetti uh, for the boys. um, And then uh, uh, ravioli for my dad because my dad does not like spaghetti. (laughs) Your mom's a hell of a cook. And and my brother and family were up from Virginia Virginia, so she made sure that all of the kids got exactly what they wanted. That my, like my dad, who is uh, approaching eighty and eats like a kid, got exactly what he wanted. It was, it was. I, God, I love her. She's I love just it. incredible. No, it's that's precious. awesome. And the meatballs. I had the meatballs with the raisins. Tommy, my nephew, liked meatballs without raisins. Put me squarely in the raisin category. Yeah. Sure. Oh, you know what we should talk about sometimes though. Your elderly parents who you have to make a separate yes. meal for because that's like I just had a conversation with someone and like she couldn't believe that she, she actually had. She had her in-laws over and she had to make a separate dish because the uh, grandfather wouldn't eat what she was making everyone else. Huh. So she had to make a second dinner because Listen, Pop-Pop was coming. Fool, don't come. <laughs> yeah. But remember, and this is coming from the generation of you eat what's on the table. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And Nellie oh, won't yeah. eat what's on the table. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, my, my mother-in-law is a, uh, she eats like a, like a 10-year-old. Mm. You know, so Chicken you got nuggets. Uh, yeah, totally. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, you, you need thoughts. a special dish. We'll have a spoon here. You can eat my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, clean your plate. Yeah. You know, eat what's on the table. Eat what's on the, yep. Um, it's that generation. <laughs> no, it's, it, yeah, it's part, part of the deal. I guess you've earned it. You live long enough, you earn your... Yeah. Yeah. I used to go to the bathroom. You start life with gogurt and uh, chicken nuggets and you finish that way. <laughs> I used to go to the bathroom with <laughs> mouthfuls of food and just spit it into the oh, toilet. Really? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yes. Really? Yeah, Stuff but you didn't surprisingly, like. for how portly I am... I was a very, very picky eater when I was a kid. And but I were just, the things you were you spitting out like vegetables? Just and, whatever I didn't like. My mom used to make these things called porcupines. And it was basically just. I've was, seen them. It was a. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, you took you threw me off there. What was it? Oh, Porcupine. meatballs. It was yeah. meatballs with rice in it. It was basically sure. like a Swedish meatball with rice in it. I oh. couldn't stand them. Really? Oh, Do you like them now? Yeah, I haven't had one. Uh, oh, I, it's well, this is a little different than I was thinking. Kids. Almost kind of like uh, what you put in stuffed peppers. Mm. Do you like stuffed mm. peppers? 
Uh, I don't hate them. I Brownies haven't had them enough. They haven't. Re- they weren't really a staple in my house. Okay. So. All right. Uh, but you would spit that stuff out into the toilet. Mouthfuls of food. <laughs> wow. Do you think, how did you sneak away? I think my parents knew what was going on. Okay. You know? All right. Wow, but interesting. They were like, we could do with one less. <laughs> <laughs> wow, interesting. All right, well, this all started with oral sex. Do okay. you think if you were to hold a meatball in your mouth during it, that uh, uh, during oral like, sex, like, like, like a dental dam, it's almost like a, a filter, it takes in all the uh, they call the it HP, a porcupine, the HPV. Yeah, it soaks up all the HPV, and then you go to the toilet and spit <laughs> it out. <laughs> <Boom>. <laughs> I don't know, maybe. <laughs> Old world remedies, I, right? You never know. These are yeah. things they need to test and, and find out. They might, might There might be a cure right there, and we didn't even know it. Grandma, how did you, in your, how did, in your time, how did you handle oral sex? All right. Well, we should take a break uh, and come back in a second because we have some more bizarre file stories that I think you will appreciate because the weekend was loaded with some stuff. Uh, so we'll return with that in a sec. Hang out. Markets proudly supports Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger beginning Monday, November 13th at Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center Complex. Your donations are needed to make this year's Camp Out a success and help families struggling with food insecurity. You can make a difference right now. Visit your local app throughout November and make a donation at the register when you check out. Acme will ensure your generous gift goes to local hunger organizations like Phil Abundance to provide a lifeline for area families in need. Go to WMMR.com for complete details and a list of especially needed food items. Camp out for hunger from Acme Markets and 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. Brought to you this morning by Monster Mania 57. It's this weekend in Oaks, Pennsylvania with Alice Cooper, a Scream reunion, uh, the stars of Five Nights at Freddy's and more. And tickets are on sale now, monstermania.net. I'm going to be there, too. Oh, oh you're going to go I'm by a, there? A, yeah, there's a charity appearance that I'm doing there. Oh, that's awesome. All right, uh, let's see. we got a bunch of things to unpack here in the B-File. Let's go with uh, this one, and it's, we'll, we'll start with another disturbing one that would begin with in the first B-File. But uh, Santa Rosa police are searching for a man that they say decapitated a relative on Thursday and probably took her head with him. Mm. Mm. Well, you don't want to leave a mess. Uh, the suspect is 24-year-old Luis Gustavo Arroyo Lopez. Who yes, I have her head has a distinctive marijuana leaf and 420 tattoo on the left side of his head. Uh, the victim's head is missing, and police say Arroyo Lopez may have taken it. Police arrived at the scene regarding possible homicide after the victim's friend called in a welfare check. The friend went inside the victim's home to check on her, and that's when she found her body. Mm. A weapon was recovered at the scene. Uh, the victim has not been identified, and it is unclear what led to her killing. Her relationship with Arroyo Lopez was not specified. Police say he should be considered armed and dangerous as well. We really didn't need that caveat. Yeah, yeah. but uh, they took he took the head with him. Messed up. The guy who decapitated someone is armed and dangerous. Uh, a man charged with aggravated burglary has walked uh, free partway through a trial 
while the victim, who was allegedly hit in the head with a hammer during the burglary, was sent to jail. And part of it is because he called the lawyer an F-wit. In, uh, oh. The guy who was hit with the hammer called his lawyer an F-wit. Yeah, in uh, in court. Right. Uh, so things got heated. I think it might have been the lawyer that was uh, that was questioning him. So things got heated at a trial in Christchurch District Court when a uh, burglary victim, Hamish Lucas, began swearing while being questioned. Uh, right. They got even hotter during cross-examination when he was asked about the defendant, Marcus Bourne, having slept with Lucas's girlfriend. The self-employed father of three responded by picking up a water jug and throwing Throwing water on Bourne before quit being forcibly removed back to the dock. Okay. Uh, usually, as according to the, the judge said, usually that's the area that the defendant resides, <laughs> not the complainant. Right. Lucas ended up being sent to prison for eight days for serious contempt of court. Uh, the judge said that uh, he had never seen anything like what happened in his 25 years in criminal courts and in his seven years as a judge while the defense lawyer, Alistair Davis, said that being called an F-wit was just part of the job. <laughs> you really hurt your case doing stuff like that. Uh, he said Lucas was a bit smart and I had to ask him certain questions about his girlfriend playing hide the sausage with my client. This is actually what the lawyer said. Okay. Sausages. Uh, and that's when he lost... Davis said, and that's when he really lost his rag. <laughs> All right. What kind of court is this? This is in Christchurch. Oh, so okay, it's yeah. in uh, is New, that Zealand? New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the drama played out while Bourne was on uh, trial earlier this year, facing a charge of aggravated burglary. And initial trial was later abandoned when Lucas failed to show up. Really lost his rag. Oh, I have another New Zealand story. Oh, Christchurch again? The, no, this is uh, Wellington, New Zealand. It says the watchdog, the watchdog office overseeing the National National Science Foundation. Oh, this I don't know why it's out of New Zealand. It's actually an American story. Okay, but it's the National Science Foundation is sending investigators to Antarctica's McMurdo Station after hearing concerns about prevalence of sexual violence at the U.S. research base. This is in uh, Antarctica. Of all places, and they have a problem with sexual assault? Yeah. Meanwhile, the NSF, a federal agency, said that it's furthering its own efforts to address the pervasive problem. An Associated Press investigation in August uncovered a pattern of women at McMurdo Station who said their claims of harassment or assault were minimized by their employers, often leading to them or others being put in further danger. Well, that sucks. What, uh, do, you, what do you do if you're being assaulted and you're in Antarctica? Yeah, special agents have been responding remotely to complaints from workers in Antarctica since July, and it plans to have a presence on the ice during future summers. The AP investigation detailed the lack of support many women felt uh, from those running the Antarctic program. One woman felt compelled to carry a hammer with her at all times for protection. Another woman who reported a colleague had groped her was made to work alongside him again. Man. In another case, a woman who told her employer she was sexually assaulted was fired two months later. A fourth woman said that bosses at her base downgraded her allegations from rape to harassment. In 2022, a report found 59% of women said that they'd experienced harassment or assault while on the ice. Alcohol was a factor in some of the cases. And in October, the NSF decided to stop serving alcohol at McMurdo Station's bars, although workers can still buy a weekly alcohol ration from the station store. But that's in Antarctica, man. That's crazy. There's a-holes everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere in the world. So they're going to hopefully crack down on this. Well, it's another one of these stories. A Northern California man said he was attacked by otters at a place called Serene Lakes. Not so serene. And now he's pushing for state wildlife officials to improve safety. Come! Matt Leffers was, had visited his family's cabin for 30 years, and he often goes swimming, but he said nothing could have prepared him 
for what happened in the water on September 3rd. Otters attacking him. He said, I felt something bite my calf. Within seconds, I was bit again. And then I started swimming fast, but there were uh, there was the otter popped up right in front of me. Hi. And then I was bit again. And um, they, they, they can be little bastards. Yeah, Leffer said uh, two otters bit him at least a dozen times. Jeez. He ended up with around 40 puncture wounds Whoa. all over his body. Uh, he called the encounter a life and death situation. He said things were so aggressive... Uh, that literally I felt like they wanted to kill me. He said, it's by far the most terrifying experience. They want to kill you. I've had in my life. You want to kill me? I want to kiss you. Uh, (laughs) I want to kiss you. But nothing. Kiss me? Yeah, I want to kiss you. I want to kiss you. I want to kiss you. I want to watch while you kiss Joe Namath. Oh, my God. (laughs) And then I'm going to watch Joe Namath kiss me. He said, uh, nothing ever even comes close. Leffer said his wife was able to get him out of the water on a paddle boat and bring him to shore. She took him to the hospital, but the damage was already done. This is not the first time that something like this has happened at Serene Lakes. Uh, Otters. kissing Joe Namath? uh, No, attacked someone else. I want to kiss you. At Serene Lakes in July. Uh, Peter Tira, a spokesperson for the California Department of Fish and Wildlife, said that there were some otters that attacked dogs in the area. Yeah, yeah, I've heard about that happening. Otters have pretty profound teeth. Oh, very much so, yeah. yeah. Uh, Tira said river otters' uh, attacks on people are very rare, but added that they are a predator species. He said they're incredible swimmers, they're very fast, and they have a lot of sharp teeth. And they're adorable. They won't normally attack people or larger animals. However, they will defend their territory if they feel threatened, whether that's a real threat or perceived threat. Uh, Tira said that I it, inc- fight you. it includes hunting grounds, which might explain why I want to fight you. Two others, uh, otters are at uh, Serene Lake by the way. You want to kiss me? I want to fight you. I want to kiss you and I want to fight you. The abundance of fish in the lake is likely the cause for the otter presence and behavior. Wow. And there you go. Yeah. That is what I have in the Bizarre File. Don't piss off the otters, man. It will not hold back. All right. We will take a break. We'll come back in a second. We'll pose a question. See if you know the answer. If you've been listening all morning long, the lesson question. We have some trash. We have some music news. And more on the way. So stay with us. tail is so wagging right now take us along with the mmr app it's apple carplay and android compatible which means we get to sit in the dashboard screen we'll even send you notifications if you want download it and try it now get social with preston and steve find us on instagram twitter facebook and tiktok and coming soon to only fans i'm kidding Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Winter may seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com to get started. 
Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We got our sights set for next week for the uh, Camp Out for Hunger and uh, a couple of cool things that we talked about this morning. In fact, uh, the day before Sunday is the uh, Philatrunk car event, car club event. Our buddy uh, Jeff Walton was just here. Somewhere in the neighborhood of 3,000 cars that day. 3,000 cars. It's amazing. So uh, go by there if you can on on Sunday to be a part of that. And you can donate then and donate later when you come and see us. If you come out to food trucks and fireworks on Monday night, we have added to that with Celebration Fireworks. They just got FAA approval to do a drone show <laughs> before the fireworks extravaganza. So 730 is when the drones headed up. As, as long as the weather holds out and everything's good, if there aren't any last-minute restrictions from the FAA, we will have that. And for most of us, it's the first time ever seeing something yeah, like that. Yeah. Yeah, especially you got to you got to remember the proximity you're into this all is amazing. You will not experience either a drone show or fireworks like this. Yeah, so we're excited about all the things coming up. You go to uh, WMMR.com slash campout uh, for the information. Uh, we're going to give something away. A lesson, question, prize. We have a four-pack of tickets for Tinseltown Holiday Spectacular, which is right down there. It's at FDR Park, okay? So it's going to be right around the corner from where we are. The question that I pose to you, by the way, is Nick alluded to a hockey player who really enjoyed giving oral pleasures. Which player was it definitely not? (laughs) He was kind of alluded to this morning. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you picked up on that. So, uh, Nick alluded to a hockey player who really enjoyed giving oral pleasures. Which player was it definitely not? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. Call now. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood trash. Brought to you by Family and Company Jewelers. Planning on getting engaged? Go see Angelo and the team at Family and Company Jewelers. You can get her the perfect engagement ring. A ring from Family and Company. South Jersey's diamond destination. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Real Housewife star Kylie Richards raising eyebrows at BravoCon by saying the word divorce when discussing her estranged husband, Mauricio Umansky. You could hear a pin drop, said one witness, who is outside as a suspended 2,000-pound sculpture of a pin crashed to the floor. (laughs) Celine Dion made a surprise appearance at Katy Perry's concert Saturday night. Dion later said Perry's voice had never sounded better, but quickly changed better to good. Oh, my God. And finally, Ariana Grande's ex-husband, Dalton Gomez, calling Grande's current boyfriend, Ethan Slater, quote, a turd, said Gomez derisively, quote, I have guys like Slater in my ass all day long. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's see. Let's see if you know the answer to this question. Uh, Nick alluded to a hockey player really enjoyed giving oral pleasures. Uh, Which player was it? Definitely not. We will go to Dave to see if we can get an answer. Good morning, Dave. Shut up, dummy. (laughs) Shut up, dummy. All right. Dave, what hockey player was it? Definitely not. Bernie Perron. Yeah. Yeah. Hang on, Dave. You're going to get a nice package. Four-pack O tickets for the Tinseltown Holiday Spectacular. Coming to South Philly's FDR Park, this winter visitors of all ages will feel the magic of the holiday season as they stroll through a spectacular of a spectacle that is of lights. Uh, also, dine on festive treats and beverages, mm. and meet Santa Claus. Plus, there's much more. Tickets are now available on TinseltownHoliday.com. Use the code WMMR20, and you get 20% off. Pretty good deal, right there. No. 
Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Hi, everybody. This morning by Monster Mania 57. This weekend in Oaks, Pennsylvania with Alice Cooper. Scream reunion. The stars of Five Nights at Freddy's and more. And tickets are on sale now. Monstermania.net. Uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony took place on Friday. I watched a bit of it. Ah, what'd you think? You know what? I, I don't know. Maybe it's the way they were. The, the sound didn't seem quite up to snuff. Oh. Yeah. Now, I know they tweak it, uh, you know, when they, they cut it down. Um, I, I found, I just watched a little bit, about 20, 20 minutes, a half hour. It seemed a little off. Okay. I don't know if anyone else felt the same way, but I did. We'll have to ask uh, Sarah Parker, yeah. who was there in person and uh, got some interviews and so on, and uh, we'll be rolling those out uh, very, very soon. I know she sent over some of them. I didn't get a chance to check them out uh, this morning. I did click on one link that didn't work for whatever reason, but some big things happened, obviously. Obviously, and one of them was a fact uh, that Jimmy Page made a surprise appearance yeah. on Friday night. And it was to honor his hero, Link Ray. Uh, the 79-year-old legend initially appeared on screen with a pre-recorded message talking about how Ray's instrumental of Rumble inspired him. He said, as a 14-year-old kid who could barely play the guitar, it really had an effect on me. The vigor and the strength and the power in it. Uh, and after the video, the audience was surprised to see him live on stage. And he played the song in tribute to the late guitarist and songwriter. And it's been eight years since Jimmy last performed in public. So it was a big, big deal. Wow. I it's, didn't realize it's been that long. It's been eight years since Jimmy Page performed live. So he did it at this event. And as you can imagine, people were freaked out about it. Do you know, it seems like uh, less because they, the, uh, it, it, it's going to get loud. You've seen that. Yeah, it might get loud. Might get loud, yeah. loud, yeah. Um, that, that's been making the rounds. And uh, so it seems like he's out there more. I saw that um, audio of him doing Rumble on uh, on Rock Hall's um, social media and also on MMR's uh, social media, it sounded freaking awesome. Did oh, really? Page, yeah, and it's just like, it's just him doing the song. Yeah. Which you know, it probably I learned it uh, from Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Um, but it just sounded really, really cool. Yeah. What's it, wait, I'm sorry, what's the name of the song? Blum, blum, blum. It's called Rumble. Okay. Yeah, it's got a really um, sinister sounding guitar. Yeah, it does. Uh, it, it, it just sounds dangerous. Whenever, like, Rip Taylor would walk into a scene, you'd hear this. Yeah. Rip Taylor. Holy mackerel. Ah! Yeah. No, it was always the badass. Always a badass's theme. Yeah, you think of uh, you think of a leather jacket, yeah, and and uh, somebody who's looks very very imposing. You know that type of thing. When you whenever you hear that, where do you keep your salad bowls? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, in news that will be huge and uh, surprise to maggots around the world, Slipknot have announced that they have parted ways with drummer Jay Weinberg. The 33-year-old who joined the band in 2014 following the departure of Joey Jordison uh, has seemingly been let go due to what Slipknot described as a creative decision. Ah. So they wrote in their official statement, we would like to thank Jay Weinberg for his dedication and passion over the last 10 years. No one can ever replace Joey Jordison's original sound, style, or energy, but Jay honored Joey's parts and contributed to the last three albums, and we, the band, and the fans appreciate it. This is Max's son? Yep. But as ever, Slipknot is intent on involving. The band has decided to make a creative decision and to part ways with Jay. We wish Jay all the best and are very excited for what the future holds. That seems bizarre. Wow. 
Did they yeah. call you yet? No, I've not gotten a call yet, but okay. maybe they're waiting it out. Yeah. Weinberg joined uh, Slipknot in the same year that bassist Alessandro V-Man Venturella, uh, with both musicians, contributed to Slipknot's fifth studio album, Five the Gray, uh, the great chapter, that is, uh, released later that year. Both Weinberg and Venturella's identities were originally kept secret, but following months of rumors, they were eventually confirmed as members of the band. Uh, before joining Slipknot Weinberg, the son of Bruce Springsteen's uh, drummer, uh, Max Weinberg had filled in for his father on numerous occasions and had also drummed for the likes of Against Me and Madball. If you joined the band, you could be pressed and totally Presbo Elliot. Totally Presbo Elliot. Yeah. As of yet, Weinberg. Totally Presbo. Replacement in Slipknot is yet to be announced. Earlier this year, Slipknot as part of ways with longtime samplist Craig Jones. I have a Presbo story. I said the other day, <laughs> Rochelle and I were driving by and we saw these uh, police that were on the side of the road. This is in um, Lower Salford where I live. And uh, we had wanted to ask him a question. I pull up and I go, hey, guys. And one of the cops turns to me and goes, Presbo! <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just spitballing here. Uh, I feel like we should maybe get with somebody and create your own cereal. Presbos. Presbos. Yeah. Why not? I like that. Right? All right. We'll see about that. Nachos in a box. Yeah. yeah. We're going pretzels and we can call them pretzbos. Pret- <laughs> yeah. I like it. I like that better. It's just an idea, guy. I yeah, like it better. I like. I like it better. So the Scorpions will return to the Vegas Strip next year with a new exclusive headlining residency. Wow. Uh, part of their 40th anniversary of the iconic album Love at First Sting. Does it say where they're going to be? Yes. Uh, they will be performing at the Planet Hollywood Resort and Casino. Uh, it will kick off on April 11th, and the new show follows the band's popular Sin City Nights residency, which sold out all nine performances at the venue last year. From him, Klaus Mein commented throughout a press release saying, we can't wait to share our new show with our fans in the U.S. <laughs> celebrating the 40th anniversary. Get ready for another desert sting. It's going to be a hell of a ride. And for the first night, I will do this song with crackers in my mouth. <laughs> wait. Try to whistle. <laughs> Do they have session whistlers by any chance? Yes, they okay. do. They're yeah. professional whistlers. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So, do you think this is somebody from the Scorpions, or are they? I, they may have hired hired a, gun. Yeah. We need you to do some blowing for us. Yeah, I don't know. I do not. How would your whistling game be in a studio setup? Pretty good. Yeah, I'm a decent whistler. I, I'm okay. Yeah. I, I vacillate. Mm. Uh, tickets for this go on sale. I'm no, a queefer. November 10. Are you a, a queefer for hire? Yeah, queefer. Okay. Studio queefer. Queefletina. <laughs> Professional studio queefer. Uh, in celebration of the... The music comes to a halt. <laughs> like thundering. I think there's a place for it. Yeah. I really do. In celebration of the 30th anniversary, the Cranberries are reissuing their debut album. Everybody else is doing it, so why can't we? Uh, the album. <laughs> <laughs> the album hit number one in both the UK and Ireland and has sold more than six million copies worldwide. It's a great and album. It spawned two top ten singles, Dreams and Linger. 
Uh, the album will be available in gold-colored vinyl on December 1st. First time I ever got on the radio. I uh, requested Linger. For did you? Mm-hmm. Oh, really? I did. And so you were recorded and played back? Yep. Or were you live? No, 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 no. I recorded it and played it back. She came to my dorm room, and I was like, oh, my God, here, listen to this. <laughs> and they they did the shout-out. And was, uh, was it Y100? It was at Y100. I believe it was Angel Donato. Wow. And, uh, and so, hey, you know, this this goes out to... And it was my voice and everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the girl goes, why'd you do that? Because <laughs> uh, I like you? Uh, oh, wow. That's the wrong reaction. <laughs> why'd you do that? <laughs> yeah, wow. we, um, we're not together anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work out. Were, yeah. were you guys a couple at the time? Or yeah. you were hoping that this would bring everything together? You know what? I... Think we were a couple at that time. It was uh, I, I don't remember the timing. We ended up becoming a couple, but we weren't a couple at that time. <sighs> she never wanted to put a label on it, meaning she didn't want to be my girlfriend. <laughs> She's yeah. too lucky you found your wife. <laughs> yeah, that's not, not horrible. Yeah. yeah. No, listen. She she completely mistreated me and misled me and all that sort of stuff. She took my heart and stomped and uh, stomped it on the ground. But it but led, it led to the person you were supposed to be with. She also took my virginity, so I'm very grateful for that. One. Yeah, I want right? it back. <laughs> I want it. Back. Yeah, you betting five hundred, I think. Yeah. Wait, is this by chance the per- can the person in North Jersey? No. Okay. No. 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 Right. No, no. That's uh. So, yeah. That was okay. previous because right before my life. Because somebody's connected. Someone in my life is connected to her and was like, "Hey, this person that Casey talks about sometimes is my friend." And I was like, "Oh, really?" So no. Have, you know what? Uh, have you both had circuitous sex through someone else? No. Oh. no. Not, and we never will. Okay. But that person, um, I I don't. I don't really talk about her because okay. she's more private and, and I respect uh, well, yeah. that sort of stuff. She's like happy that. being a nun. Yeah. 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 Why'd you do that? Why'd you do that? <laughs> I mean, because I like you. Did you a ever lot. do a, a, a request for a... Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was, I, was, I was a request line, uh, what we call... Uh, I, you know, either pig or whore or whatever. <laughs> no, it's contest pig. Contest I, I pig. was kind of a contest pig too, yeah. but oh, I call request lines all the time. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and ask for dedications and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I never recorded it and played it for anybody. I did for birthdays. I never did for a uh, a, 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 for a love. For, yeah, I, I remember I did for my mother on the the station that she listened to. Oh, I get some of my mother. Oh no, <laughs> no, but the the um, uh, but she's she, not, she she's loved not it. right. It's not. <laughs> It's not okay. We're get some off my mother. <laughs> you know, just, like Perry Como stuff, and you know, yeah. There was a question that was posed on our show by a listener uh, years ago that every now and then I would say at least once a month creeps into my mind because it is such it is such a horrible scenario. But if you had to, yeah, okay, you had to make a choice. Oh my God! You either you have to have sex with. Oh uh, no! No, this is stupid. <laughs> this is so dumb, but. It's like, what do you do? Okay. What do you do? All right. You either have to have sex with uh, your wife with your mother's consciousness in her body. Right. Or your mom with your wife's consciousness in her body. Or your mo- <laughs> or your mom. Well, then. Some listener called and it tweaked my melon. And oh, well, it would have in, to In be. their current status? Because I'd be humping ashes. Yeah. No, I would think living but i i would have to physically go with my wife's body right even though even though you're doing it to your mom i mean there's no earthly possible way that one could get to the proper state needed in order to have intercourse with their you know with their mom's body there no it's a, a wrong question and whoever thought of it is the worst person ever is demented 
makes you think, though, doesn't it? It does make you think. Right now, it's right now, someone on Earth, someone's making that decision. Yeah. Makes and me think about career choices, to be honest. <laughs> the fact that we're would talking about the radio? <laughs> or would you bang your mother? We were going to relations or something. Yeah, go into international relations or bang your mother. I tell you what, how about this? Right. Raisins or not. We can go with that, <laughs> yeah, let's, right? Let's, uh, raisins I'm, or not. I'm team raisin. I'm yeah. team raisin. You know, the only holdout is it's your dad, isn't it? Mm. He's the only non-raisin person. Well, yeah, my dad and my nephew Tommy, uh, who is eight, and my dad, who is 77, <laughs> have the same <laughs> limited <laughs> palate. Wow. Yeah. I don't get it. Well, how do they feel about the ash? You know, yeah, about the... Uh, Let's not ask that question. <laughs> okay. All right, that's yeah, it. That's, uh, that was part of music news, yeah. believe it or not. Uh-huh. And uh, we're wrapping that up. So we're going to come back in a moment and uh, wrap up the entire program with the letter of the day for the Word of the Week prize and then turn it over to Pierre Robert. So we'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Preston and Steve. Steve's 26th annual Camp Out for Hunger. Supporting Phil Abundance. Starting November 13th. Inside the Wells Fargo Center Complex. Live from the Beanbow Bakeries USA broadcast tent. Hey gang, we'd love to see you. So stop out with your donations and say hey. There are daily individual donor prizes plus some cool camp out swag too. And grab a free cup of morning coffee thanks to Duncan. Donate with our volunteers. Equipped by Stoffer Glove and Safety. And the General Building Contractors Association. Or make a cash donation on site at Acme Markets Tent or at the register of your local Acme store. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger from 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Made possible by Event Quip, United Rentals Power and HVAC, Keys Towing, Seabox Custom Shipping Containers, Gilbane Building Company, and Thackray Crane. And a Monday morning, Preston and Steve coming to uh, close work-wise for us, but uh, the day goes on and you'll be in capable hands. Pierre will be along shortly uh, to usher you through the rest of that day. And we would like to thank a couple of people for stopping by this morning. We had uh, some charity visits, and we're always happy to spread the word for great events. One of them uh, being this big event with Big Brothers, Big Sisters, the Fashion Touchdown. Members of the Philadelphia Eagles. It starts on, or it's on Monday, a week from today, at the 2300 Arena. And our good friend Marcus Allen came in. He's the CEO great of guy. Big Brothers, Big Sisters. And it's a great event. A lot of uh, a lot of celebs and a lot of cool things going on. It's a fancy event, and yeah. obviously it helps out an amazing organization in Big Brothers and Big Sisters. Uh, and then our friend Jeff Walton Yay! came by. The fifth annual Phila Trunk Food Drive and Car Show is taking place in uh, anticipation of the Camp Out for Hunger. It got so big they used to come down to the Camp Out for Hunger while we were doing the live broadcast. And it got too big. It was just too many people. And that's a great problem to have. Yes. So Jeff took the initiative and said, well, why don't we do it right before the Camp Out for Hunger starts? And that's what they do. On Sunday, it will be happening right there by Xfinity Live and somewhere in the neighborhood of like 3,000 cars a part of this event. Uh, and all of the information is available at Philatrunks, uh, starting with a PH, dot com. Or you can go to WMMR.com. We have the information. I'll tell you what, if you're, if you're a fan of, of, as I said before, of like going down to the auto show, to the car show, and you like seeing the different types of cars, this is for you. You yeah. won't believe what shows up in that lot. 
Yep. So uh, we're excited that's taking place. It's this sunny. It starts early, seven thirty a.m. Yep. Goes to like one thirty. So it's uh it's a uh, you know most of the day it takes place. So you can be a part of this if you like. Uh, Pierre is here. Hey man. Good day. Good it's to see you. Only man. a week from today, right? That it's we only start. A week. Yeah, you got it. You'll you'll be yeah. you're you're doing the long haul as well with us. Yeah, I'm I'm just looking forward to it. It's a it's a great fun in addition to being, uh, you know, such a wonderful cause. You and Pancake working on any special guests or anything like that? Or yeah, Jimmy Page is coming in. Nice, wow. so good. it's so yeah. good that you're able to just pick up the phone and have to uh, ignore you. He'll be there on Monday. McCartney will be there Tuesday. <laughs> wow. Mick. Okay. Uh, and Mick will be there Wednesday. Okay, because uh, he makes it a yearly event. He yeah. does. Yeah. And then um, I'm not sure. Who, we're working on Thursday. We haven't All finalized. Right. Okay. It. All right. Well, well if you can get it. Lennon. It'd be a miracle. All right. Well, let us know. We'll help yeah, spread no, the word. We'll, we'll let yeah. you know. Okay. Uh, letter of the day? Yeah. All right. Let's do that. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right. The Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter L as in letter. All right. And we have a first letter, gang. We are going to give away $500 from the Bagster. The Bagster. Uh, the Bagster is by far the most convenient and affordable way to help with your home cleanup. You go buy it at any home improvement store. You fill it and simply schedule your collection and it, it is gone. It's really easy. Clean it up with the Bagster. Dumpster in a bag. So we give that away on Friday. And what is up on your show today, my man? Well, we will have Workforce Blocks of Bon Jovi. Uh, we've got Living Color for uh, Corey's birthday. And Glenn Fry uh, is uh, celebrating or would be celebrating a birthday. He's no longer with us. Um, but he will be there Thursday, I think. Oh, my God. You're getting oh, Fry. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. They're, uh, They're carpooling. Yes, right. Uh, we'll do a block of the Eagles in his honor. Okay. Uh, excellent. Let me thank our sponsors. The Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by Duncan. And the Preston and Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by Wilmington University. Find your education home at Wilmington University. Wilmu.edu. Uh, tomorrow on our program, uh, Tattoos Day. Okay, that's the thing we do on Tuesday morning. It's pretty awesome. And then we were talking about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony. We'll have the CEO of the Rock Hall, Greg Harris, who's been on this program. Nice. He's a Philly guy. Yes. Uh, joining us tomorrow morning just to... To, uh, give the back end of uh, some of the things that took place there at the event. So that will be fun, and we'll see what else we can fill up the day with. That's it. We're done. Rage on, and have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow, friend. Bye-bye. Shopify helps businesses break sales records over the holidays with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.